Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jeremy House. Hurricane Fiona has strengthened into a Category 4 storm after lashing the Turks and Caicos Islands and after devastating Puerto Rico. In an AP, I should say, National Hurricane Center senior specialist Richard Pash says Fiona is heading towards Bermuda but expected to pass just west of the island. Fiona strengthened overnight is now Category 4 hurricane with maximum winds near 130 miles per hour. Uh, could strengthen a little more here during the next uh, day or so. The winds and rains, uh, the storm is unleashed in Puerto Rico, left most people without power and half without running water amid what officials called historic flooding. Russian President Vladimir Putin has ordered a partial mobilization of reservists in Russia. It's the first call-up in Russia since World War II and is sure to fuel further tensions with the Western backers of Ukraine, who derided the move as an act of weakness. Republican Congressman Jim Banks of Indiana says his party, led by House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, has a major platform the group will release later this week. Yeah, this is important. We're going to unveil it in Pittsburgh on Friday. And uh, this commitment to America, Hugh, is is truly a member-led effort. This is what I like about it. Other Republican leaders have tried to replicate the magic that was the contract with America. Uh, in, in election cycles in the past, and, and they and uh, unfortunately it missed the mark. Banks made his comments on the Salem Radio Network. The U.S. Federal Reserve is expected to raise its key short-term rate by a substantial three-quarters of a point for the third consecutive time. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell said earlier the Fed's drive to curb inflation would, quote, bring some pain for Americans. On Wall Street, the Dow's ahead 193 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. If you or a family member lived or worked at the Camp Lejeune military base from 1953 to 1987 and developed health issues that required hospitalization or extended treatment as a result of drinking toxic water on base, then you may be eligible to file a claim. Call BD Law Group now at 800-292-2972 to see if you qualify for compensation. Those who lived and worked at Camp Lejeune have shown an increased risk for several types of cancers and other serious illnesses. Female infertility, leukemia, kidney cancer, birth defects, lung cancer. Veterans, their families, military personnel, and civilian workers call BD Law Group now at 800-292-2972 to see if you or your loved ones qualify for compensation. BD Law Group will never collect any fees unless we win compensation in your case. Call BD Law Group now at 800-292-2972. Call 800-292-2972. A new poll says fewer than half of Americans think the country's on the right track. 28% of likely U.S. voters think the country is heading in the right direction, according to a new Rasmussen Reports National Telephone and Online Survey for the week ending September 15th. This week's finding is down two points from a week ago. The National Telephone and Online Survey of 2,500 likely U.S. voters was conducted from September 11th through the 15th. The margin of sampling error was plus or minus 3% with a 95% level of confidence. Bernie Bennett reporting. Walmart has announced it will be hiring 40,000 U.S. workers for the holidays, a majority of them seasonal workers. The move comes as the nation's largest retailer and largest private employer said it's in a stronger staffing position heading into the holidays than last year and is now focusing on hiring only seasonal workers rather than permanent workers. The company will first offer current workers the opportunity to pick up additional shifts. News and analysis at townhall.com.
with temperatures in the mid to upper 70s. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy chance for showers after midnight, 63. Tomorrow, showers likely possibly a thunderstorm during the morning, then becoming partly to mostly sunny in the afternoon. It'll be breezy and cooler with highs in the low 70s. Friday, mostly sunny, breezy with highs in the low 60s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Wednesday. 64 in Norwich and New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. The Montville Town Council unanimously approving an ordinance to establish its own independent police department. It's the third time in 20 years that Town Council's done this, only to be reversed by voters in 20 or 2002 and 2016 referendums. Republican candidate for governor Bob Stefanowski visited the New Haven neighborhood where he lived as a child to discuss his $2 billion tax cut plan. Stefanowski lived in the, the New Hallville section while his parents were both employed by SNET in New Haven. Speaking along Dixwell Avenue yesterday, Stefanowski said that his tax cut plan would save every state resident an average of $2,000 a year. The plan includes a small reduction in the sales tax and eliminating the 1% tax on prepared foods that was added by the Lamont administration. The state is launching an education program or campaign on the responsible consumption of newly legal marijuana and cannabis products by adults. The campaign includes information on how to store cannabis, how to dispose of cannabis waste, what to do if a child or pet ingests it. Governor Lamont says protecting public health and safety involves providing residents with tools and knowledge to make informed decisions. The campaign's resources can be accessed at ct.gov slash cannabis. And the original winner of the reality show Survivor may lose his properties in Rhode Island. Newport in particular. Richard Hatch on the hook for nearly $3 million in back taxes, including a $1 million from the contest that he won in 2000. Providence Journal reports that Hatch allegedly transferred the two Newport homes in question here to his sister in a fraudulent manner to thwart the government and his other creditors. You might remember the 61-year-old Hatch spent four years in prison for tax evasion in the late 2000s. Partly to mostly sunny 77 today, 64 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11, I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Well, Mr. Hatch didn't survive everything, did he? <laughs> he survived prison, I guess. But Amazing he's story, not sur- huh? surviving the IRS. He's going to get in trouble again. I, I just don't like those survival. You like those survival shows? I like Survivor. Really? I, don't know. I like Survivor. Now, the other ones I've never watched, but Survivor I like. You like Survivor? Yeah. The, ori- the original. That was the, the original. original. Yes, that yeah. was the original. So what are they doing these days? I don't know. I saw uh, the first season. I watched it a little bit. and uh, Yeah, he was naked the entire time. Richard Hatch. I he was naked that. the whole yeah, time? Yeah, he walked around naked. Was that part of the... Uh, Part of the show, or yeah. Uh, obviously, they you know they digitized certain yeah. sections of Hatch's body, but it's interesting. Yeah, there's certain naked. certain sections of your body you can't look at. No, no, you wouldn't want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. But Jeez. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, it's bizarre. New season starts tonight, I believe, and I'm not sure exactly the angle or what what exactly is new about it. But uh, yeah, new survivor. Were they going to send them to the Ukraine? Were they, they always gonna... send them to Fiji. Now I think Fiji is like the go-to place. That so I think such... it's in Fiji. What a bizarre concept that whole thing is, huh? Yeah, it's kind of cool because it's there's a social aspect to it. There's physical. There's mental. It's kind of mm-hmm. you know relationships, how you relate to other people. 
you know. Someday they're going to do a whole, uh, maybe in Channel 2, on the outtakes of some of those uh, shows, the ones they didn't use in the survival program. Yeah, maybe. That'd be all right. Some of those? Yeah. That'd probably be entertaining. Because they have to do a lot of pick and choose and pick and choose and... uh, well, sorry about Mr. Hatch. All the other winners of survival have uh, done pretty well, but Hatch from the get-go was. Some have made their living off this show. Yeah, I mean, that's what they mm-hmm. that they still play, and they make their living from it. And they Elizabeth Hasselback got on the View because of this show, so she she became fairly famous. She's about the most famous one, I think, of all of them. Was that right? Yeah, Hasselback was on the Survivor. She was on Survivor. I don't think she won. I think she was like in the top three, but mm-hmm. I don't think she won it. She survived the. She's surviving the View. She's still on there. She's not on the View anymore either. Oh, she didn't. Okay. She survived, but <laughs> that what? was probably tougher than Survivor. What did she do? <laughs> compliment Trump or something? She didn't make it. I don't know if it was on her own volition that she left that show, mm-hmm. or whether they threw her off. She probably left on her own. I wonder what it was the most dangerous thing that one did on Survival. Uh, I don't know. Some of them have to eat bugs and things like yeah, that. Yeah, they eat bugs and worms and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. What the most dangerous? I guess I just know. being on the show. I mean, that's enough. Some of the uh, challenges are fairly physically challenging, uh, but <laughs> I don't know if they're dangerous. Really, I mean, mm-hmm. some aren't very good swimmers yet. They have to get in the water, and so that's kind of dangerous, I guess. I'm sure they have a lot of ambulances on standby. Yeah, a lot of medical people. A lot on of standby. medical there. Some uh, of them have to get airlifted out because they hurt themselves. Mm, wow! Can't go on anymore. Well, happy fall, everybody. Tomorrow night. I thought it was today. No. Tomorrow, oh, tomorrow night. Excuse me. Forget about happy fall. Yeah. Did you ever notice there are no fall songs? There's a a million summer songs. There's spring songs, and there's winter. There's nothing about the autumn. No, we have autumn leaves. That's about it. Hmm. What's the matter with fall? No reason. Hey! Falls, no re- falls no respect. No respect. Fall's awesome, especially in New England. I know, but... Oh, my gosh. Can you think of anything? Uh, I can't. Uh, a fall song. Uh, apple picking. Apple picking. Mm. Pumpkin, pumpkin. Nothing about pump. Halloween? No. no. <laughs> that's it. Autumn, fall, leaves... Leaves. leaves changing treat. No, nope. I don't know any leaves song. Spice. No, nope. leaves me alone. Pumpkin. Nothing. Hay rides. No, I don't know. I guess not. You know, you're the music expert. I know. Me. That's why I think maybe I'm losing it, but I can't think of you know besides autumn leaves drift by my window. Maybe you should write a song about autumn. About fall, autumn, and, and, uh, and get famous. Ah, uh, there is one autumn. And autumn rich. in New autumn in New York. That's one. Is that one? Mm-hmm. Who did that? Sarah Vaughn. Mm. <laughs> You'll have to play that uh, Friday because it'll be the first full day of autumn. I thought today was the first day. Huh? Well, you'd be wrong. I'd be wrong. You'd be wrong. It's right there on your weather forecast. Autumn, nine oh four p.m. tomorrow. Well, yeah, the one you left me. Yeah, that's right. I take care of you. Yeah, thanks yeah, you for that. Yeah, you don't look at it. Oh, this one. You just threw it up there on the shelf, willy nilly, not even. Yeah, caring that I cared for you. This has a I date left on newspapers it. in there today. Did you see those? Yeah, I got the papers. Right. They came early today. I know. Huh? I'm shocked. My goodness, so was I. Somebody put them on my my desk, and I'm like, "What are these?" 
I didn't recognize him. <laughs> yeah, but your weather says 921 uh, 58. What? It's an old forecast. Oh, no, it's no, okay. It's not? All right, I'm teasing you. All right, so tomorrow is the September first. September 21st, 1958. Yeah, I wonder what <laughs> the weather was It was probably much colder because the global warming wasn't in. Oh, it wasn't then. in. Okay, sure. So it, was, it was probably 12. 12 degrees. 12 degrees. Autumn will start Thursday at 9.04. Thursday night, yeah. And showers will be likely. Yeah, your last day of summer is going to be rainy to begin with, but then it's going to get nice. Yeah, and then we'll go back to summer. No. Do you see the temperature for Friday? Yeah, 60. Yeah, for a high. Hello. Hey, that's okay. It's invigorating. I know. That's, that's all right. All right. But I just wanted to make sure you noticed. Well, thanks for leaving the paper and the weather yeah, and um, letting me know that autumn is not till tomorrow night. Yeah, you're welcome. Because I was all set to play all these fall songs. No, Friday. Friday. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Okay, I know what day it is now. It's Wednesday and it's September 21st. This was my Aunt Ida's birthday today. She was a cutie. She was about 4'9". And she was uh, always cleaning. Always knew where she was. She was in her apartment cleaning. Hi, welcome to the program. What was Rhoda's mother's name on the show, Rhoda? Wasn't that Ida? I don't know. I think I remember that name. I remember the, uh, the guy... Here's uh, the latest weather. Excuse me. Of, yeah. um, Garfield the Cat. He was the doorman. Car- Carlton, I believe. Carlton was the doorman on Rhoda, Yes. Yeah, and so Ida, I just remember that name from that show. I like that show a lot. There's people doing the gutters here, and they seem very nice. And I, it says Brothers Gutters. You can get your so mind out of the gutter, Wonder Man. Do gutters mm-hmm. from Rhode Island, and uh, seem like nice folks. And the one thing I wanted to talk about, I, I think toilet paper is getting old, but I want to talk about a pop culture subject. All right. Pop culture. So, Hit me with it. Yeah, how about the cell phones? Now, I thought of the most simplest question, because I, I'm moving um, around and having people move my furniture to get it just right. And um, th- this is a question. It might sound mundane, but I think, but if you really think about it, we all have different places we charge our phones, and there's certain reasons why. And nobody really has talked about that that I heard very much, so I'd like to state a few reasons if I could. Okay, I mean, the place that I charge my phone is anywhere I can find a, a place to charge it. Yeah. Well, I, I like to have my phone stay away from food because there's a lot of salt in food, and food that salt causes corrosion. Like if you just ate a hamburger and then you use your phone or lay it down on a kitchen counter. So I always choose something that is level enough because I can't bend down to the floor to pick something up. But I don't want it in the kitchen, and I don't want it in the bathroom because if I take a shower and forget it, there's going to be all kinds of moisture in the bathroom from the shower. And I don't want to charge it if if, if I'm at somebody else's house because they might, I don't unless I inform them I am, they might, uh, you know, sit like a, a big jug of milk down on it because they didn't know it was there. So I think there's a whole big uh, answers to this stuff out there, and it sounds kind of mundane, like I said, 
But I bet you get a lot of calls on this, too. Do you sit down and worry about these things all the time? No, I worry as I go. I just want to have the safest place to charge my phone because I've had it for a couple of years, and it's good. It gets me a lot of information, but I want to mm-hmm. do the best by it. Almost like if somebody had a car and they had a horse before that, they start treating the, hor- the car like a horse because it's their, their mm-hmm. friend, their helper, transportation. But this is communication. I wonder if people had the cart before the horse. All right, well, we'll see if anybody would like to um, get a hold of that one. Uh, yeah, I bet you're going to have great... I mean, you're great anyway, Stu, but I think your <laughs> ratings today are going to triple because of this question. Okay, thank you. Yep. Hey, triple. Stu Breyer with you, WICH. A beautiful day. It's still summer. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Mr. Stu. Good morning, Larry. What's on your I mind think- today? I can't beat that last call. No, you can't beat that one. Nope. No. So, you got the day today? We have the day I today. To you, I, I talked to you about this yesterday. Uh, big, big letters. Residents opposed the plan to reconnect Ferguson Avenue. They all spoke at the, the meeting um, Monday night. The city council voted to close that, that, that uh, uh, thing up there on um, Connecticut Ave uh, back in 86. So what, what, what does the city engineer think that he has the right just to open this, uh, open this road on his own without the city council approving it to be reopened again? Can you tell me? No, I can't tell you that, no. No, you can't. He hasn't got the right. But yet right here in the paper it says, after all these people spoke, he's going to open this gate to see how much traffic more there, is, uh, how much more uh, traffic th- there's going to be in two weeks' time. He thinks he's going to be able to tell in two weeks when people don't even know that he's going to open that gate to see how much more traffic there is on Ferguson Avenue. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous what these people do. I'm telling you, when these people come and speak, that road is not meant for that traffic. And then the Public Works has got to cry because they got to plow snow up there a couple of times a year, uh, and and they think the gates in their way. On a little, I I I don't know. Uh, listen, I sometimes you, you you know something. This is why people don't want to go and talk at the city council meetings because their voice is not heard. Happened with the roundabouts. Now it's going to happen with this Ferguson Avenue thing. You know, well, I don't city know. Council uh, people, all of them, all seven of them, should have told Mister What's His Name here that you know you're not opening the road. Okay, the road's staying closed unless until it's a vote. With the city council. Well, if people want to see more on that, they can check out the region section of the day, written by Claire Bassett, residents opposing plan to reconnect Ferguson Avenue. You might want to check that one out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then a $50 fine is in the paper today for local stuff also. Yep. In, in, the, in the day. Mr. Delusion, a Democrat, he decided he was going to bring, bring the police chief daily up to the podium on uh, Monday night and interrogate him for five minutes and ask him about 20 questions. About a $50 fine. Not one other uh, uh, a person on the city council asked any questions. Mm-hmm. Except him. Mm-hmm. And guess what? what? He was a former police officer. So you're going to interrogate the police chief because he wants a $50 fine for these people that are drinking down in Brown Park and down city in Franklin Square? When other towns have a $100 fine? Well, I'm sure the chief won't mind giving him some uh, concrete reasons why he wants to do this. I think the chief knows what he's doing, don't you? Yeah, I like the chief a lot. I think he knows what he's doing, sure. Yeah. So that's why they made him chief. 
because he, he's just. He, mm-hmm. uh, and listen, one other thing, I'll let you go. They already started with this poll stuff on November eighth. If you remember correctly, they pulled this stunt back in two thousand and twenty. And if you remember, the polls were off ten to fifteen percent in many of the districts across the country when it came to voting. And I'm going to tell you why they do this because they don't want Republicans to go out and vote because they they think that the, it's a lost cause because the Democrats got the got the uh, got the election in the bag. This is all all right lies. I don't know how these polling places get away with this stuff, but I'm going to tell you right now: if Republicans and Independents, if they don't go out and vote and they believe these polls that these Democrats are ahead in some of these districts, that we, we are going to lose. And, and this is what this is. These polls are outright lies. They do this on purpose, just like the mainstream media, the way they lie about stuff. These polls lie about the the the, the um, um, all these districts with this voting. And it, it's true. Because, do you remember 2020 when the polls were 10, 15 percent wrong? Yeah, a lot of excuse me, <clears throat> a lot of them were wrong, and uh, you know some of them. Well, what were, do you think they were wrong for? I don't remember because which way. Lied. Hmm. I know this is that, how you don't get the people to come out and vote. It, it, do you think somebody would come out and vote, a Republican or Independent, for 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 somebody? Say, for example, they put Blumenthal ahead of that uh, Republican woman that's running against him, and they say Blumenthal is up by fifteen, twenty percent, mm-hmm. and they turn around and lie about the polls, and then nobody goes out and votes on November eighth for the for the Republican against Blumenthal. Because they say, why, why vote when, when he's already up 15 or 20 percent? Well, I guess some people would do that. I wouldn't. I would still get out, go out and vote. Well, it's a dirty trick. And, and I, uh, I hope that people don't fall for this. I, I really don't. I, um, uh, with what's going on in this country, I'm going to tell you, if they don't come out and vote on November 8th, there's a, definitely um, they'll never go out and vote. All right, Larry. Uh, thanks thanks for, an awful lot, Stu. Thanks for part one today. Stu Breyer with your WICH. It's 64 degrees and a good day coming up. Hi, welcome to the program. Larry's on a roll. Larry's on a roll. Hey, how about a Larry roll? I bread, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So I know your lines are lighting up with people wanting to answer Wonder Man's question. I figured I'd be the first. Okay. I do charge my cell phone in the kitchen, and I reserve the right to charge my cell phone in the kitchen, and nobody's going to tell me I can't. It really doesn't make any difference where you charge it. <laughs> you don't want to charge it when you're sitting in the bathtub, but you know what I mean. I, yeah, actually, I, I do it for two reasons. I charge it in the kitchen. One, that's the only place with any outlets left, because I use every mm-hmm. electrical outlet in the place. And plus, um, I can hear it. The kitchen is sort of centrally located in my apartment. So if I have it in the kitchen sitting there on charge most of the time and it rings or pings for a text message, I can usually hear it no matter where I am in the house. You know what so. bugs me, Ke- uh, Kevin? You know yeah. what bugs me? Everything. Sometimes, oh, no. Go ahead. <laughs> Sometimes I charge my uh, cell phone and then if I don't use it for two days, i got to charge it again. I don't understand. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Maybe I have a bad cell phone. I don't know. How, how long have you had that phone? Uh, I don't know. What year is it? Uh, let's see. It's, we're in the 21st century now. <laughs> I guess quite a while. It's not one you of those. you got one of those little wood-burning phones. What are you talking not, about? It's not one of those fancy-schmancy ones, but, yeah. you know, it does the trick. Um, mm-hmm. they, uh, I know for a while it was said that they make the batteries to only last so long, and they're very expensive to buy, so you have to buy a whole new cell phone. 
Yeah. Now, I don't know if anybody's taken the companies to task or how true that was. Um, with my phone, I, I guess I, I don't worship my phone like a lot of people, so I don't use it as much as a lot of people. Probably like you. I don't imagine you use it all the time. I, I never use it unless there's uh, some kind of an emergency. Yeah. I use it mainly for texting. Uh, I don't like to use it for voice calls if I can avoid it. Of course, if I'm traveling, I might. But um, So, listen, aside from the, the breaking news that Mark brought forth, I do have a question for you, and I know you want to talk about this anyway, which is the event you're doing on the 27th of uh, September in your parking lot. It's coming Tuesday, yes. Yeah, that's going to be cool. I have a question, and I don't know if you can answer it. What, how is it going to work? Okay, for example... Our church just found an old VHS tape that mm-hmm. nobody knew existed. It has a great deal of historic significance. We want to get it digitized so that, uh, you know, the, before the VHS tape breaks or something. If we bring it up there to WICH next Tuesday, yes. is he going to do the conversion right there? Or does no, he no. take it and get back to you? How does it work? He's going to uh, give him the, get the information from you. He's going to bring the material back to his uh, studio or whatever yeah. in Stonington at the Velvet Mill. And yep. In a couple of weeks, it will be done. Now, being sort of a promotion that he's doing with the radio station, mm-hmm. if you bring your tape or whatever to WICH, is he going to do it for free or will there be a charge and do you have any idea how expensive this stuff is? Well, it's not very expensive. I don't know. You know, I went to him, uh, I don't know, three years ago and it was like $10 for oh. a tape, something like that. So, well, were you having a videotape converted? Oh, absolutely. Some old tapes oh, okay. that I wanted to get on DVD and so it's quite reasonable. old yeah. audio tapes for CD. Right, well, and, I'm probably going to come up with... Uh, one of the members of our church, you know, I'll be security. Yeah. You know, I'll be there uh, protecting the valuables. So don't mess with me. No, I think you will, well, you will love you the... You can mess with me, but nobody else can. Yeah, good. You will <laughs> love the results, and, um, you know, and, and you'll, it'll be something to treasure when he uh, finishes it. And that's 10 to 12 next... Uh, 10 to 12. Of course, uh, uh, they're located... Are you going to be broadcasting from the parking yeah, lot? I'll be broadcasting from the parking lot. All right. So I won't have so, uh, far to go. <laughs> I should uh, I should borrow Chevy Man's Chevy and drive in, right? Yeah, it'd be great to see you. Uh, all right. Well, I'll be there. All right. Great. It's going to be Tuesday right, from 10 to you. 12. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's amazing. Get some of those tapes you think you would never, ever see again. Audio tapes, videotapes, slides, documents, scrapbooks. They do restoration of old photo prints. Charter Oak Scanning, celebrating their 10th anniversary. Of course, they're located in Stonington, Connecticut, but you can, you know, it's easier for you to bring them into our parking lot. They'll get all the tapes, get your name, address, and they'll take care of that in a very short period of time. Hi, welcome to the program. Good morning. Morning. So, Larry said something pertaining to autumn. Yes, it is autumn tomorrow. Yes, so he said uh, that people fall for this. Um, I just picked up the word fall. He said fall for it? <laughs> yeah, you know, when he was talking about um, 
the Ferguson issue and, the you know, we got the roundabouts and everything. Mm-hmm. That's all polls and um, surveys. And what I have to say to that is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, so I don't know why we're getting this invasion of um, overstepping council, Norwich Council, uh, in this area. I don't know. Uh, be on my control. There is a fall song, though. Yeah, by there may be. Edgar a... Winter called Autumn. Oh, no kidding. I've never heard of it. Uh, yeah, if you want to play it, it's not like rock and roll or the 50 songs but uh i like that song it's slow you know and it's um uh by him was it from an album cut i don't remember it at all if you google edgar winter or or the song autumn mm-hmm. there's a song i was looking at the lyrics to make sure it was age appropriate or appropriate it is you know so, um, okay, I'll, I'll look for it and uh, I'll play uh, I'll play that song. Okay, and also you talking about um, or Wonder Man brought up about where you place your cell phone. Uh, my kitchen's rather big because I I did an addition, so I have a desk in my kitchen with all my appliances and whatnot, electronics and radios. And I have surge protectors, which you need, because you don't want an overload. But that's where I do most of my activity in my home, is in my kitchen. All right. I'm sure that won't hurt anything. Thank you for the call. Stu Breyer, got the little bit of the frog today. Wait a minute. I saw a really big frog in front of my garage the other day. Biggest frog I've seen in a long time. He was just kind of hanging out. I don't know. I wanted to do something for him, maybe bring him some water, and by the time I got out, he would had hopped away. But that was a big one. I don't know if they're rare these days or not. We'll be right back. Road trip plan this summer? Before you head out on the open road, get your car checked at Pinnell's Auto in Montville to avoid any problems when you're far from home. And if you're in the market for a new vehicle, Pinnell's Auto Sales has a full lot of high-quality pre-owned cars, too. So you can start off your summer in a new ride. Don't forget, Pinnell's offers the most meticulous detailing service around to make your car shine and smell like new again. Pinnell's Auto and Pinnell's Auto Sales, both on Route 32 in Montville or PinellsAuto.com. When choosing a career path and you don't know which road to choose, maybe the best bet is to choose all of the roads. Your office will have 18 wheels and the view changes every mile when you drive a truck. To get there, come here and learn from the best. The adventure starts here with 160 Driving Academy. You can flourish with this in-demand career. Safe drivers inquire at 160drivingacademy.com or roll down to 35 Great Neck Road, Waterford. This is Nick Kaplinson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. Ask your bank a question. Where are they headquartered? If the answer is hundreds of miles away, then are they really a community bank to you? Large and out-of-state banks put profits first at the expense of local customers. If you value a real community banking experience, Dime Bank is welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. All right, Senator Austin's going to be with me on Monday morning at 10 o'clock. You'll get a chance to speak with her. 
Tomorrow I'll be talking with uh, Phil from Phil's Clocks and Repair. It's quite a unique store. And uh, he is going to tell you about some of the rare clocks that he fixes and some interesting stories through the years. And and he buys them as well. That'll be tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Hi, welcome to the program. Hey, good morning, Stu. Good morning, Joey. Hey, man, you know, Sunday night I felt so bad. And Monday I couldn't even get up. I was like feeling I had symptoms. I had uh, the nose running, the fever. Mm Mm-hmm. And I had an appointment for VA Monday, so I called in early in advance to cancel, which was okay. No, they don't then mind. They, yeah, yeah, because it gives you know somebody else a chance if you can't make the appointment. And then I talked to the nurse, my nurse. She's my doctor, primary care doctor, nurse. She talked to me and gave me some heads up. I've been sitting home and I've been being good. I'm feeling better today. I felt a lot better. I started feeling better yesterday. Today I'm feeling. A lot better. I don't have a real big appetite right now, but I've been drinking a lot of fluids. Do you have a but, temperature? Uh, Do you have a temperature? I no, I didn't take my own temperature, but I can tell when if I, I'm running a little bit of a fever or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I think I'm pretty normal. Yeah, but it was a horrible feeling, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, I've been vaxxed and I got the the booster and all that jazz. But hey, so she's going to call me again today and check on me around noon. So uh, and then I got an appointment Monday. To go in and get my no next on the third to get my second signal shot and my pneumonia shot, so everything's going to be all right, I guess. And uh, yeah. So are you so going to take uh, you're going to take a COVID test? I did. I've been tested three times and negatives. Oh, so, since yeah. since you got the cold. And that's what she said, Stu. There's some colds going around right now. Oh yeah, now. of course, the colds. Yeah. And even flu's starting to kick in. So she said it could be a it could be a number of things. But, okay. You know. Well, I'm glad you're yeah. feeling better today. Yeah, that's why I mean I didn't even feel like calling. I was listening to you, you know. And, and Warner Man, he comes up to strange strange stuff. I mean, who's going to put a jug of milk on top of a phone sitting there charging? I have a I have a designated plug where I keep my phone charger. And that's why I charge it all the time. And when it's fully charged, it gives me a signal that it's charged. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't have to bounce around throughout my place to charge my phone. I don't understand some people. But, hey, that's him. That's his opinion. And also, September, October, November, I consider fall. December, January, February is winter. Right? Yeah, what's the first day of winter? March, April, May is usually spring. Yeah, May. Then June, July, and August is your summer months. So what about you and Marty and talking? I was born the day before Thanksgiving, 1960, on a Wednesday. Next day was Thanksgiving. Every five years, my birthday falls on Thanksgiving because of leap year. That's a fall holiday as far as I'm concerned. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's still the fall in November, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know why you guys, you know, Halloween mentioned and this and that, but uh, I I love Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite holidays, and I happen to be born on that, you know, around that time. So I consider that autumn, and uh, you know, like you were born, you're born is in September. So no, you ain't. You're September twenty second, right? No, I'm August. There's August. A, that's right. You're a Leo. So the point I was summer. making, Joey. In the dead heat of the summer. Joey, the point yeah. I was making. There's dozens of summer songs, but there are very few fall songs. That's basically what I was talking about. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. There isn't. I don't know too many. In fact, like you said, as far as the fall songs, but uh, mm-hmm. I, there's got to be a few out there. Autumn leaves or some kind of songs. I'm sure. 
for, you know, just like there's so many women's names and songs. I think every woman's name is in a song. <laughs> you know? All right, buddy. I hope you feel better. Yeah, I'm going to feel better. I'm feeling better already. And I, I'm glad I talked to you. And I love Larry, man. He's he's so on the spot, man. Ferguson Ave, I, you know, they're coming up with some weird stuff in Norwich. But I don't want to hog up the time. But it, it, this is in that roundabout business. It, it, it just It's disgusting. So, I don't know. Have a pleasant day. Thank you. Yeah, we'll we'll see. See you later. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning. You're with Sue. Oh, hi, Sue. Hi, Sue. Yeah. Did you get any sleep last night? Well, actually, I I, I don't know. I guess I did. Yeah, I probably did fall asleep because I don't remember anything on the radio. So Okay, then you fell asleep. Yeah, I guess I did. Mm. You know... Um, for anybody out there, as a as a parent, now that Joey brought up that he's sick, he could have just a plain cold. Whoops. Um, and um, the thing is, when you go in grocery stores, some of to me, when you go in and you see the, it uh, has a little cleaning cloth for the handles on the carts. Definitely wipe down the handles on the carts. Why? Because that's where little kids sit, and, you know, other kids are going to school, and, yeah, they do bring home cold germs, you know, just plain cold germs. Oh, sure. Germs. I, I always do that when I go to the supermarket. Oh, most, yeah. most of them have wipes. I wipe the handles of the cart. Definitely. You should do that, because I, I believe that's, you know, half the problem. The, the cart handles are yucky, but and will spread germs. But, you know, um, I found something out by reading um, USA Today. Yesterday, well, yesterday's. They're talking about, and this has to do with New England. It says um, the cost of energy will go up. Uh, energy prices may rise again. Okay. So I'm reading, 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 and I'm more interested in oil and gas. All right. Guess what? What? All right. Now, over in Europe, right, they have it worse than us. Their prices are up 300%. Highest level since 08. Americans are feeling the pain. But the U.S., well, we did know they were sending um, record numbers of liquefied natural gas to Europe to help it boost its supplies for the winter. But now the U.S. finds our stockpiles low. So guess what? Six New England governors got together and wrote a letter to the Energy Secretary, Jennifer Granholm, now I'll call her Grandstand, it says, we appreciate the Biden administration has been working with European allies to expand fuel exports to Europe, Six Wing and Governors wrote. A similar effort should be made for New England, the only U.S. region who knew that imports liquefied national gas? Natural? Why? Don't we have it off the coast of uh, um, New Orleans and down Louisiana? Why does New England have to import liquefied natural gas? And um, it, because we do not have ready access to U.S. supplies, they're giving our gas to Europe, but New England has to import it. And as far as I know, aren't all the New England governors Democrat? And they're telling the Biden administration, you know what, you ought to be uh, taking care of New England. 
And then another Democrat, I would guess, um, how to tackle the supply. If, uh, if we had the Marcellus Pipeline to Pennsylvania, it wouldn't be an issue, said David Rucastle, University of New Haven, analyst and economic professor. A pipeline between the natural gas Marcellus Shale, which is in Pennsylvania, I guess, in New England, well, it was blocked by Como. And then Chevron chief Mike Worth said he criticized the government for crushing incentives for companies to produce more oil, calling for higher taxes and ending fossil fuels. So he said, so Rue Castle, the professor, said, we will be paying for it. All right, There's listen, no I, I got, short-term solution. I'm getting a little backed up here, Sue. i got to go, but thanks for the, the information. Okay. Stu Breyer with your WICH with uh, 65 degrees. We'll get back to more of your calls coming up. Fox News commentary. The COO of Beyond Meat was arrested for allegedly biting another man's nose outside a University of Arkansas football game. I guess that fake meat left him feeling a little hungry. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. The dollar is in grave danger as Russia and China recruit more nations into their anti-dollar alliance known as BRICS. If this continues, how much longer until the dollar is worthless? Stephen K. Bannon here. I urge you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with a gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With inflation continuing to explode, it's critical you take action today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. Ramsey, COO of the fake meat company Beyond Meat, was arrested and then suspended from the company after he allegedly punched and then bit another man in the nose outside of a college football game last weekend. Oh, he was also accused of threatening to kill the man after the two engaged in a dispute in the football stadium parking lot. Ramsey is charged with terroristic threatening and third-degree battery. I'm not entirely sure what the dispute was over or why Ramsey decided taking a bite out of someone's nose was the right move, but perhaps it's that additive-rich fake vegan meat that has him so irritable and hungry. Might I suggest Doug Ramsey uses his suspension and time off to enjoy a good old-fashioned actual meat burger to calm his nerves. Some good American-raised red meat would sure be a heck of a lot more tasty than another man's nose. Just saying. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. The grass is growing again, and Dubay's Tractor Center has the Aaron's Icon Zero-Turn Mowers to cut your lawn quickly and with ease. Dubay Tractor Center is your premier Aaron's sales and service headquarters just off Cucumber Hill Road on the Connecticut-Rhode Island border in Danielson. Dubay's has for immediate delivery the 52-inch Aaron's Icon Zero-Turn powered by a 23-horsepower Kawasaki V-Twin engine. The Aaron's Icon comes with a three-year parts and labor warranty, and Dubay's will be there after the sale to keep your investment in top running condition. Starting out at only $3,799, the Icon 52 is an excellent value to keep your yard looking good. 0% financing is available. This machine is the perfect balance of comfort and performance. Find yours at Dubay's Tractor Center 65 Dubay Drive in Danielson. Celebrating 46 years of selling and servicing the finest in outdoor power equipment. Check them out online at DubayTractor.com. Charter Oak Scanning transfers videotapes, audio tapes, film, reel-to-reel, negative slides, and so much more. Join Stu and Charter Oak Scanning at the radio station, 40 Kuprak Road, on Tuesday, September 27th from 10 a.m. to noon. Bring your media. They'll take care of the rest. 
It's going to be fun. Stop you stop by our WICH parking lot, 40 Kuprak Road. You know, we're at the end of the road. And uh, we hope to see a lot of our listeners there. And even if you don't bring some material, you can stop by and ask some questions how to get some of those old videos and audio tapes and you'll be able to hear them again. WICH weather, partly to mostly sunny, 77. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy chance of showers after midnight, 63. Thursday, It'll be autumn, fall, whatever you want to call it, 9.05 p.m. Showers likely, possibly a thunderstorm. They'll be coming partly to mostly sunny in the afternoon, breezy, 74. Very cool. I think it's not too bad. Sunny, 62 on Friday. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stoke. Good morning, sir. I don't usually do this, but hats off to the federal government Mm-hmm. For breaking, breaking up this two hundred and fifty million dollar scam out in the Midwest. Oh, that's pathetic, isn't it? Oof. Fourteen people, fifteen people, who were disguised in uh, making up companies, and and the first they were using that they were feeding school children uh, money during the uh, pandemic. I, I hope they prosecute them. I hope they take all this, this stuff back. And I hope they spend some serious time in jail. That would be nice if they spent serious time in jail. But uh, who knows? But they got exactly. 14 of them. You, you say, how many people can be that bad? Well, I guess they were. Hmm. And on a good note, last night being a Yankee fan was one of the most enjoyable nights I've watched Yankee baseball this year. Oh, what a game, huh? They come up with five runs to win the game in the ninth. Man, that was something. Judge hit that home run, and then reluctantly coming out and taking a curtain call. Um, and then uh, Giancarlo, Big G, they call him, to get a grand slam home run to, end, to walk off and win the game. Um, it was just unbelievable. It was very good. It was a very exciting game, and um, you know now that my Red Sox are out, I don't mind them. Winning a game like that at all, and I'm rooting for Judge. He now has 60 home runs, Babe Ruth. Not bad. Tonight they play the Pirates one more time, mm-hmm. and then they got four games with the Red Sox well, this weekend. Boy, uh, well, Judge will have a good opportunity maybe to get 62, so we're rooting for him. Okay, still. Thank you. How about those Yankees? Five runs in the ninth to beat the Pirates. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Hey, okay. You were talking about Survivor before. Yeah. Alyssa Hasselback, she was also on Fox and Friends Mornings. I was not watching it at that point, but she was one of their their co-hosts. Oh, okay. No wonder before, she's not with The View anymore. She probably couldn't stand it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, th- I think, you know, because she's a mother, you know, sometimes it's hard for moms to to devote that much time to something and mm-hmm. they'd rather be home more. You know, she does, like, writing books and stuff. I don't know. Oh, good for she her. She does other stuff. Anyway, I do watch Amazing Race. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to see all the different countries and stuff, plus the personalities. I do not watch Survivor anymore. I watched it the first couple of seasons. Yeah, and she was... She did not win. She was down in the top five somewhere. Um, I just I watched it the first season that. and that was it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. It does not interest me in the least. Um, but yeah. That being said, um, and I also watch the the talent ones, like America's Got Talent, and The Voice 
is now on. So that's my that's the one that I want is the voice. My favorite is America's Got Talent because they have a, a a good variation of talents, and that's the one I really like. Anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, and I, yeah, and I really enjoy it. You know, of course, it's it's over, and the dance company who were amazing. One, I was kind of hoping for so- Sophie Sophie Jane, the singer from Poland. Mm-hmm. Um, she was extremely talented, and I think she'll go far because Simon's going to snap her up. Oh, sure. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> um. So seventy the seventy eight known terrorists have come into this country. That's the known. That's three times more than have come in in the past five years. Yeah, I wish more people knew about it. Five years, Mm -hmm. now 78. It's outrageous. And nothing is being done. And no matter what you say about Governor Abbott, um, whoever it is from Arizona, and um, DeSantis, they're people are now talking about the border. You know, they may not like 50 coming. How about several thousand a day in a town of 10,000? You know, you have a 10,000 and you get 2,000. And, I mean, Martha's Vineyard, it was after Labor Day. Most of the summer people had left. Therefore, there were probably hundreds of rooms available for these, you know, showed up you know, um, hundreds of, of rooms that they could have used that had been used for summer people. Um, it's it's just not in my backyard. We don't care because the southern border is being, you know. But this, the terrorists, these are known terrorists. That does not count. The ones that we don't know about that have gone over. Four million have come over since Joe Biden became president. Um. Almost a million are the Godaways that they know about. You know, they've seen them and they put past them. So and they're going to put their focus on DeSantis. They're going to put their people. focus on the governors that are I'm sending them. One. Yeah, you know what I meant. Fentanyl. Mm. Hundreds of people. Hundreds. And they got something worse than that. You know, and now there's a, there's a new drug that's worse than fentanyl. They'll probably be bringing that one over soon. So um, it's scary. How they do not care. They're all concerned about poor little Martha's vineyard. What do you do? I have no sympathy. Well, I'll I tell think- you right now, if we get a terrorist attack and it's from somebody that came over the border illegally, then the president should be immediately impeached. It should be removed. Never mind impeached. Impeached yeah. is nothing because, you know, Bill Clinton was impeached. As was Donald Trump. No, I understand. Right? I mean, he should but, be removed. Uh, we need to remove him. Mm-hmm. Forget the impeachment. Just by the way, and, get it out and take your friend that's been running the country with you. You know. That's right, by the I way, think. I want to give you a tip, you and the uh, listeners today. If you really want an honest, accurate editorial about what's going on in the border, many things that are covered up by many networks, read Cal Thomas's editorial today in the Day Paper. And you'll find out the truth of what's happening at the border. Mm-hmm. It's a marvelous okay, editorial. I'm, not, I'm doing errands, but my pa- three days, no, four days in a row, my paper is there. Um, <laughs> of course, Sunday it didn't come. It came before 5, but after 3. But the other days it's been there before 10, so it's a miracle. Okay, check, and, it, out, check it out. 
I will ch- definitely check it out. See you later. Thank you. Bye. If you're the type of person who's an independent thinker and you want to read an editorial that is the truth, and I believe it to be so, but you don't have to agree with me as always because of everything that I've learned about the border from all the networks and everything else, this is the one, to me, there are no Pinocchios. Check it out and tell me what you think of it. Maybe I'll read it later if we have time. It's by Cal Thomas. Four years ago, Ned Lamont promised us he would lower property taxes. My plan cuts property taxes $700 a year. Lamont broke that promise. Tax records show property taxes are up over $500 a year. This tax increase has cruelly hit working families and seniors on a fixed income who were already struggling to pay Connecticut's utility rates, the highest in the nation. The cost of living in Connecticut has never been higher, yet Lamont is running phony ads claiming your taxes went down. Who is he kidding? Ned Lamont lied to you once about cutting property taxes. Don't let him lie to you again. We can't afford four more years of Ned Lamont. Only Bob Stefanowski has a real plan to make Connecticut affordable by cutting the cost of government, delivering property tax relief, reducing the sales tax, and cutting gas taxes permanently. Vote Bob Stefanowski for governor. I'm Bob Stefanowski, candidate for governor, and I approve this message. Paid for by Bob for Governor, David Becker, Treasurer. Yeah, check the clock. I do have time to uh, read this editorial to you. It's in today's day paper, written by Cal Thomas. The headline is Immigration and Roosting Chickens. The saying the chickens have come home to roost seems to apply to the immigration policies of the Biden administration, sanctuary cities and states. Governor Greg Abbott and Governor Doug Ducey have been sending hundreds of people who have illegally crossed the border into their states into Chicago, New York, Washington and Delaware. Governor DeSantis sent 50 migrants to the uber-liberal town of Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. Governor Charlie Baker of Massachusetts promptly ordered the National Guard to send them to Joint Base Cape Cod. That should preserve property values in town where wealthy residents, including former President Barack Obama, own their homes. The saying about roosting chickens refers to the unpleasant effects of actions someone has taken. Having to clear their cities and states safe havens for migrants... Democratic mayors and governors are now loudly complaining they don't have the room or resources to care for them. They don't mind burdening states with Republican governors for the cost, housing, health risks. Few appear to have been tested for COVID-19 and other challenges, but instead are taking a not-in-my-backyard position when forced to deal with the U.S. government's failure to control the border. Illegal immigration has ebbed and flowed under the previous administrations, but has reached a new and unsustainable levels under the current one. Bussing migrants to these liberal bastions is a clever political move, which even some on the left have acknowledged. The latest occurred when two busloads of them were dropped off outside the Washington, D.C. residence of Vice President Kamala Harris. Fox News is one of the few media outlets to consistently cover the border crisis, including human and human traffickers and the smuggling of fentanyl into the country, a drug that has become number one cause of death among 18 to 45-year-olds. That other media, 
have largely ignored or downplayed the immigration crisis as journalistic malpractice. It's quite an article. I hope you check it out. Biden administration officials, including Secretary of Homeland Security and Vice President Harris, have claimed the border is closed. Video shows that that's not true. To paraphrase another familiar saying, are you going to believe them or your lying eyes? It is amusing to listen to the squealing of those politicians who self-righteously claimed to offer open arms to all migrants, but then turn on them as though they were a vast migration of Republicans. Some of these politicians have quoted the Emma Lazarus poem engraved on the Statue of Liberty about sending us your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. They now have flipped, preferring a version of the Little Richard song, Keep a-knockin', but you can't come in. Do our immigrants' laws mean nothing? Don't our leaders take oaths to uphold the laws of the United States and protect and defend the Constitution? Those laws were passed by Republican and Democratic members of Congress, signed by presidents of both parties. President Biden is violating his oath of office, as is his Secretary of Homeland Security, when they refuse to enforce them. There are checkpoints where people fleeing their countries for humanitarian reasons can be legally processed while their claims are validated. No nation can maintain its character and existence if it does not control its border. Why have past administrations and now this one allowed uncontrolled immigration along with a flow of deadly drugs? Why is so much of the media ignoring it? If Republicans win a congressional majority in the November election, they must hold the administration accountable, even to the point of impeachment. To do otherwise would be chicken-hearted and invite even more bad policies home to roost. It's an honest one. If you want to cut it out and put it on the refrigerator next to your children's artwork. Not only that, just as Cuba, remember when they released all those people from prisoner sent them to Florida. Well, now they're doing it to Venezuela, from Venezuela. Not all the people from Venezuela are criminals, but a lot of them have been released from jails in Venezuela because let's give them to the country. Okay. Do you agree or disagree? Or maybe you didn't want to hear that, but I believe that's the truth. If you do not, you're welcome to call up anytime. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Beautiful sunny day, 77. Could get some showers overnight, 63. Showers likely tomorrow morning, maybe even a thunderstorm. Then the afternoon turns sunny and breezy with a high of 74. For the first full day of autumn on Friday, lots of sunshine, breezy, but a high of only 62. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Some people say, come on, Stu, stop talking about politics. Well, believe me, if you have any other subject, I'm I'm welcome to do so. I'm passionate about our wonderful country. And if anything I say maybe can save it, who knows? But some people are going to believe what they want to believe. And I guess the independent thinkers may think about these things and try to get as close to the truth as they can. Well, October is right around the corner. And you know what that means? 
Oktoberfest, October 1st, 2nd at 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Crystal Mall, 850 Hartford Turnpike in Waterford. It is the Oktoberfest. Mmm, there'll be pumpkins. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich. We're on FM 2, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Coming up to 11 o'clock. All topics are welcome news. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Jeremy House. Hurricane Fiona strengthened into a Category 4 storm today after devastating Puerto Rico. National Hurricane Center Specialist Richard Pash says by the end of the week, Fiona will be threatening Bermuda. It's moving now northward at about 8 miles per hour. should turn toward the north-northeast. And on a track that's going to take it near Bermuda or by... Um, late Thursday, early Friday. The storm has been blamed for directly causing at least four deaths in its march through the Caribbean. The United States is sharply criticizing planned votes for parts of Ukraine to join Russia. With Moscow suffering setbacks on the battlefield, it wants to fold four regions of Ukraine into Russian territory. Here at the White House, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan slammed the planned votes. If this does transpire, the United States will never recognize Russia's claims claims to any purportedly annexed parts of Ukraine. Sullivan said Russia's suddenly announced voting for later this week are not the actions of a confident country. Greg Clugston, the White House. A one-cent uptick in gas prices following weeks of declines. The last time the national average rose was in the middle of June. It was during that period the prices soared to above $5 per gallon. As prices have been going down, Mr. Biden and the Democrats have been touting those falling gas prices. But Biden critics point out that part of the White House's strategy for bringing down prices included dipping into the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which is now reaching crisis levels, at the same time that there are a number of factors that could keep prices where they are and potentially send them higher. Ken Lorman reporting. On Wall Street, the Dow's ahead almost 151 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. The government is pursuing a new idea to prevent drunk driving. The National Transportation Safety Board is recommending that all new vehicles in the U.S. be required to have blood alcohol monitoring systems that can stop an intoxicated person from driving. The recommendation, if enacted by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, could reduce the number of alcohol-related crashes, one of the biggest causes of highway deaths in the U.S. 
The new push to make roads safer was included in a report released Tuesday about a horrific crash last year in which a drunk driver's SUV collided head-on with a pickup truck near Fresno, California, killing both adult drivers and seven children. Keith Peters reporting. European Parliament members investigating the use of surveillance spyware by the European Union governments sharply criticized Israel on Wednesday for a lack of transparency in allowing the sale of powerful Israeli spyware to European governments. News and analysis at townhall.com. A monument honoring our nation's first president is vandalized. The area around the monument was closed overnight after a man dumped red paint on one side and then wrote a vulgar message. The U.S. Park Police say a suspect has been arrested. The cleanup of the monument will begin this morning, and it may take a while since officials say several treatments may be needed to remove all the paint. The Washington Monument was the tallest building in the world when it was built in 1884. Tasha Stevens reporting. A former Minneapolis police officer who pleaded guilty to a state charge of aiding and abetting second-degree manslaughter in the killing of George Floyd has been sentenced to three years. Thomas Lane is already serving a two-and-a-half-year federal sentence for violating Floyd's civil rights. Prosecutors and Lane's attorneys previously agreed to a recommended state sentence of three years. Prosecutors agreed to allow him to serve that penalty at the same time as his federal sentence. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. So tomorrow will be Thursday. I'll have a guest in from Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City. You'll find out what some of your old clocks are worth. And he repairs all kinds of clocks and watches. And if you can't find batteries for your watches, um be an interesting um, interview. I mean, he has some real relics there in the shop, including grandfather clocks. Welcome to the program. Well, hi, Stu. Second hour. What do you have? The... Uh what hey, you got? I, just, I, I know I said I'd get more detailed about our last winter, me and my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just was going to say that uh, that uh, me or my mom always used to go over to the neighbor, which is the landlord's house, but the landlord refused to have her walkway, which was basically flat stones. She she didn't want to hurt the stones. She she, she never dumped salt on them, and it was all freezing. And my mom fell when she went over there, and the landlord has a fence over there when she was going to pay the rent. And then uh, she went back home, but somebody called 911 because uh, they saw my mom on the ground. I didn't know how long she was there, but uh, my mom said before somebody called 911, it was like 15 minutes when it was really cold. So this is why we feel really bad, me and my mom, about the whole situation. And the landlord didn't care. And, um, you know, the landlord is liable because um, she is supposed to have that cleared and she could have been sued. Yeah, and we're not kind of, we're not the suing type people, but because nobody really wants to go to court and make a date and with the COVID and all that. But anyway, you're right, Stu. And um, that was the whole crux of the thing. And then my mom, uh, on the front of her chest, on the right side, she she got a blood clot from the fall hitting the fence, 
and she doesn't like hospitals. She doesn't like going to court. She doesn't like lawyers, and they could, you know, we could have sued the hell out of them, if you excuse my French there. But, um, you know, we don't want to deal with that. But I just wanted to let you and everybody know well, listen, what I, actually because, happened. Because you were timid about it, I mean, you could have said, hey, she wants us out of here, and she's liable for this situation because... You know, she might have been afraid that you were going to do that or something, or you probably did anybody say anything to her because she didn't clear the clear the way. No, when my mom went over there, the landlord wasn't home. She went to mm-hmm. pay the rent, and she she like I said, the landlord has these walking on rocks like a sidewalk, and she, but because she doesn't want the rocks and the. No, I understand what you're saying, but to get hurt, she is supposed to protect. Um, you know, if you fall on somebody's uh, driveway, you can sue them if they're it's all ice. Yes, you're absolutely right, Stu. But then we, me and my mom, okay, my mom so you didn't want to do it. Have to go to New London. To I know. Well, it, it's ancient history now. So what can we do? Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to, you know, get everybody up to date on the the landlord when when people have. I guess when people are tenants, they don't have money. I don't, not speaking about us, but when people don't have hardly any money at all are tenants, that basically the landlord can do whatever they want because they usually say, well, they, they're not going to get enough, um, they don't have enough money to get a lawyer, so, you know, they won't go against us. So the courtroom is the whole problem. If, like, God could solve it instantly, well, you can that go would to, be great. There are things you can do. You can go to small claims court and uh, whatever. I said, I hope you're... a long time, and with COVID, nobody wants to go to, to New London court. I hope your mom's but, feeling better. Uh, she is, but she's very timid because she lost a lot of weight, and um, she's doing well trying to... I'm, I'm trying to encourage her to eat more. Yeah, do that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I am, Stu. I just wanted to update you because, you know, you always wondered. All right. Thank you. Bye. That was a sad story why they had to move. Or Welcome to the program. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Yeah, it is a sad story. And before I forget, I want to wish uh, Judy Hoyland uh, a happy birthday for tomorrow. That's Mark's mother. Oh, yes. Okay. Wonder Man's mom. Her birthday is tomorrow. Yes. Hope she has a better year. I know. Um, you were talking about uh, Cal Thomas. Yes, he wrote that um, article in the day in that paper. Article. Uh, I'm I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, this morning, I was listening to the radio, and um, there's a lot of radio stations down in uh, D.C., the capital, down there. And it'll probably be on TV tonight, but there's a lot of radio stations uh, interviewing and talking about um, the illegals, the immigrants coming in, um, you know, and the border control. Very enlightening. Very. I wish they had this, that subject, on the news rather than having to... And I'm grateful for for radio, but on TV, the truth about it all. Um, the floodgates are open, so people are coming over. Cartels are right there, ready to pick up. Well, for anybody who uh, watches other stations that uh, aren't slanted 
they will probably get more of that information. But it's pretty well known by now what's going on. Yeah, the trafficking, the drugs, mm-hmm. okay. the criminals. The solution is, what I'm hearing from, like, the uh, border control and people like that, uh, the policy needs to be changed on the catch and release. Of course. i got to run, but thank you. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Hi. How you doing, Yes, sir. Welcome to the show. The big show. <laughs> hey, uh, I'd like to comment on Wonderman's call. Yes, sir. You know, uh, I, I, I've listened to him before when, when he when he was getting evicted, him and his mother. And, and the story he was telling, you know, a lot of things just don't add up. But I got news for you, Stoke. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you don't like lawyers, you don't like the Sioux people, whatever it is. You don't have to have any money to sue anybody. Mm-hmm. You can go to see a lawyer. They don't charge you anything until um, unless you win, and then they take a third of it. Well, that's uh, yeah. There were a lot of variations that they could use, and once again, you could go to small claims court. But uh, some lawyers will take the case if they think it's a good, winnable case, and um, you don't have to pay anything. If it happened like he says it did, mm-hmm. it's 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 a you know it's it's one two three case. Um, you're supposed to have your, uh, when you own property and you rent out to people, mm-hmm. you're supposed to make sure that uh, the shoveling's done, there's no ice. Yeah. Uh, you know, why be a doormat for, for, for landlords and stuff like that? I, I just don't understand him sometimes. And uh, I know uh, mm-hmm. it's the way he is, but uh, for God's sake, you got to take care of yourself. And when you fall down and get an injury like that, uh, you gotta you gotta go after who who caused it, you know? Yeah, I wish they'd call us. We we could uh, you and I and the and the gang out there would have come up with some great ideas for him. Hey, he's gotta put his big boy pants on mm-hmm. and go see a lawyer with his mother and then let the lawyer the lawyer will gladly take it if he thinks he's gonna win the case. Because he gets a third of that money. Sure. Of course. That's all I got to say. All right, thank you. Well, we need to move on. It was a bad experience, and I hope that uh, Wonder Man and his mom can can move on, and they're in a new place, and they have a better year. And tomorrow is her birthday. Well, we've been talking about this because on Tuesday, we're going to have a broadcast in the WYCH parking lot. With the uh, folks from Charter Oak Scanning. A lot of people excited about seeing some of those old films that you figure you're never going to see again because you don't have the equipment. Maybe weddings or graduations or when the kids were born. Check it out. Do you have old film or slides that you would like to be digitized? Old keepsake photos you would like to have restored? Charter Oak Scanning and WICH are having a special event at the radio station. And they'll do all of that and more. Join Stu Breyer at 40 Kuprak Road in Norwich on Tuesday, September 27th from 10 a.m. to noon. Charter Oak Scanning will be there to receive all your media to digitize. They transfer videotapes, audio tapes, film, reel-to-reel negatives, slides, documents, and scrapbooks. They also offer restoration of old photo prints, data transfer from floppy disks, SD 
cards, and compact discs. Charter Oak Scanning is celebrating their 10th anniversary this month, and all of the work is done on location in Stonington, Connecticut. So your items will be ready in just a few weeks, so you'll be ready with your new pictures and video in time for Christmas. Give the gift of precious memories. Join us Tuesday, September 27th, 10 a.m. to noon at 40 Kuprak Road in Norwich at the radio station. No appointment is needed. Just show up with your media, and Charter Oak Scanning will take care of the rest. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street in Norwich. All righty. 67 degrees in the 70s today. Welcome. You're on the air. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, Helen. Welcome to the program. Today is uh, the 21st. It, will, it would be the anniversary of wedding of my parents. Oh, okay. Today is the 21st. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, I hear Mark say, he said something, and he said, uh, forgive French. He talk about French. When people talk, they say something bad or whatever, stupid. They say French. The hell with you. I still love France. I didn't come for the country. Helen, 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 slow no, down. I'm angry. No, I'm, no. I, I don't insult America. People, the American born here, I insult this country. They dump the garbage everywhere. And... Uh, Oh, my God, and kill and steal and whatever is disgusting. Helen, you're making a good point. I just want to make a point with you. I wonder why people say when they say the word hell, pardon my French. Yes, the Which hell I, with you. And I was thinking... I never think- said that before. I'm a lady. I'm 82 years old. I'm not embarrassed to see, uh, like, this mother. Uh, it's going to be her birthday tomorrow. So it's, uh, she's uh, 82 like me or, or 83, and she lost weight, grew it because she was fat. <laughs> yes. Helen, that's I'm not fair. Now, because I cannot move, but I, because of my knee. When I had my knee down, uh, I never was fat, but now I am. Well. And people are embarrassed, embarrassed. Be embarrassed the way you talk to people or on the radio. It's disgusting. I don't think they make mean anything uh, harmful when they say that, but it is a strange expression. You're right, because French language is the prettiest language in the world. It is a pretty language, and where that expression came from, I don't know. But people just say it automatically, and it doesn't mean that they're really bad people or they're prejudiced. It's just something that we've grown up with, and I don't know why. One time I spoke to an English person from England, and I like every country. I don't care who you are, okay? Or if you do something bad. And the woman said, oh, you, you don't speak like English. You speak really American. So you see, your English people don't think they like you. You do the dialect. They speak English. They speak the language, the real language. So you, you never know what people. I say yes. I say no. I don't speak good English. No, I know. I, I think and, we've been sufficiently scolded, Helen. But uh, they're really good people. Um, it's good and Mark bad and their for mom. any country. Mm-hmm. I, to, I told my brother, it's good and bad to any country. Of course. I mean, France, too. Good and bad in every... Uh, yes, uh, and I'm German, I'm Italian, I'm Corsican, and 
French, and uh, I did one by the, the American, the German flag. My daughter said, no, mom, you have the big French flag, the, English, the American flag, the Corsican flag, and the Italian flag, not the German. I said, why not? I'm German, too. And my daughter said, no, no mom. I know you don't have nothing to be embarrassed. We did have a, a man was and you read your what name this man he born in Germany and he died. What was his name? He was a heavy man, very sweet. Do you remember? Oh, Art, Art Mueller, yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. he was yes. A nice man. He born in Germany. What? So why do I have to be? I cannot buy the, Amer the German flag because uh, what is it? It's good people, bad people everywhere. Oh, it makes me angry. Don't get, don't get yourself worked up. There was no harm meant in it. It's an expression, and yeah, you brought it to our attention. You brought it to our attention, and that's a good thing. Yeah, well, like uh, my father, the mm -hmm. friends they used to call him macaroni because he was Italian. Okay, well, they never said that to him, you know. Well. But I hear somebody, I go over there, I grab them, pow, pow. I used to be a, black, a good black belt, you know, dear. No, don't, I, don't be, I know you've got a black belt, or uh, I have a velour belt. Uh, I don't know what I can do with that. I guess. But it, no, it, you know, it's not because I'm trying to say, uh, you know, I'm black belt. Mm -hmm. I'm not a mean person, I'm quick tempered. If somebody insults when I, you know, when the American, uh, you know, they were in Ameri uh, France. Uh, some, and I will hear somebody try to to steal their money away at the bank or why in the store. Well, Helen, it's not a perfect world, but most yes, people are say, hey, hey. most people are decent. Yes, I said to the 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 French, I said you don't do that. Uh uh. So the guy would look at me and he tried to tell me in French. Uh, they, they didn't give me the right money. I said yes, sir. Now you have the right money. Helen, Helen, do you have a little wine in the house? Yes, I have one, red, red uh, mm. from uh, Carlo Rossi. Drink a couple of sips of wine, you'll oh, no, relax. no, I don't drink the one this time. Just I drink, the doctor told me to drink the night a little bit. Red wine, not white. Okay. Because I don't eat red meat. Mm. It's the only thing. I'm right. not a drinker. Please have the, a... That's it. Have a peaceful day. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye, honey. Bye. Bye. Okie dokie. 89-5252. Sometimes expressions pop out that we've heard all our lives. And really, it, it, some people take it as really mean and hateful, but most of the people are not that way. But some of these expressions are where they came from, and they, they can aggravate people. But most people, I think, don't do it purposely. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, I'll take round uh, two, Stu. You know, I love the Connecticut Public TV. I get on TV, and... Uh Ken Burns, I know you know him, and all the great documentaries he's done over the years. Mm hmm Yeah, him and uh, Lynn Novak, the directors, he said this will probably be his last one. This Holocaust. Well, I got a rusty voice. The Holocaust, I'm watching tonight's the, uh, final episode. And they ha and you talk about these movies that you can have redone and all, and I have an old VH of my mom and dad, my brothers and sisters, I'm thinking about bringing it up there. I'd like to get that on DVD because I don't have a VHS anymore. But, you know, they had documented. They were taking pictures of Germans and, and, and being proud, showing what they were doing. They collected all that from the war. And that's where they're getting. And I'm watching live black and white vintage. You can't hear anything, but you can see what's going on. And it's amazing all the all that photography that he gathered up to make these documentaries. It's just, it is horrific. 
Yeah, to, to be honest with you, I'm not watching it. I know that he uh, puts together incredible things, but um, mm-hmm. I know enough. I've read enough about it, and I know, I'm not watching it. I know, but I get bored, and, and I'm limited on TV, so you know, I, well, I watch it because sometimes I can't fall asleep. Well, a lot so of people TV. do. A lot of people do, and there are still some ignorant people that uh, have that much hate in them, and I'll never yeah. understand it. I think it was over six million slaughtered. They got. They was ripping off uh, statistics in these towns in Poland in these camps, yeah. and it, it's just it just blows my mind still. And I have already watched because I already I already went to the library a couple of years ago and watched these. But uh, this is the latest in the in the final of it. And you know, you get this. I love history, and uh, it just blows my mind how how people could be. It's 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 really does. All right. Listen. Uh... Yeah. I'm all, right. all we can do is be good people and be kind to each other, and uh, maybe that will spread around. Yeah, and I'm also thinking, with China, Taiwan going on, you know, the wars. I grew up all, all war was in my life. My father was in World War II well, in most Korea. Of, most of us and, you have. Know, my brother in Vietnam. I served in Beirut. I was in uh, Afghanistan, Desert Storm. You know, and then, and then 20 years of all that. All my life, there's been war going on in our country from, you know, America involved. And uh, my deal is the, uh, and what's going on and you know, Vietnam and then the Korean War and now, now all the stuff with the Russians and, the, and Ukraine and, and, you know, the flooding going on. This, this world is getting really, really well, heated Joey, up. there's so. the thing that you have to do, besides being a kind person, and you are, is not to dwell on those things and try to find some joy and pleasure in life because there are some joyful things. And I like what your doctor said on, when you had him on about uh, shut up and something shut up and all. And he's, and you got to find you got to find happiness within yourself. Otherwise, mm. you could be. I don't want to be a miserable person. Okay, then then you, you know what you to do. do. Yeah, I know what to do, Stu. All I right. make my day every day when I listen to. You. So that's that's a good thing. All right, thanks for calling. See ya. Hello, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Yeah, what's up, Sue? Uh, Oh, don't be so whatever. No, no, I gotta really. I gotta have some other people get in with some of their points of view. But you can do a quick thing if you want. Well, um, the feds are going to raise the rates, right? Again, and I actually heard that it's to make. Uh, wait, it's to slow the economy. And okay, so that's number one. Ding, ding, ding. How, how does that help anyone out by slowing the economy? And uh, they claim it's going to bring prices down, except all credit card rates, auto loans, and house loans are going to go up. So you know what I equate that with? Joe Biden having a knife in the back of the American people and just doing a slow twist because he's killing America. And you know what's even scarier? The U.N. countries that listen to him. That's even scarier. Doesn't anyone have any common sense or care about well, their own people? I'm going, to tell you, I'm going to tell you what I told Joey. Think of some pleasurable things. Don't get mired in uh, some of the things going on, which are bad. I understand that. But look for some of the good things that you have. Oh, well, yeah. That, well, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm looking at England. I, I appreciate them people and, and, and how they, you know, all came together and... This country could learn something from them. How about baking some brownies today? Uh, 
Well, you don't like brownies? Well, if I was going to do that, I would do pumpkin bread, I think. Okay. That's um, Well, fall's coming. We do have leaves in our yard. And you want to hear a miracle yesterday? Oh, I love that. Miracles, yes. I have had a gutter that got loose on that six-inch rain day, mm-hmm. right? And I've been really worried. I'll call around because all it needed was one little fastener, one spot. Call around, call around. No, no, no. Busy, busy. Well, finally got someone here, right? And do you know the gutter got fixed? And I don't know about Norwich, but we had a downpour right after I got my gutter Oh, fixed. there you go. So the good timing. That's called good timing. Yeah, and I, got, I had big mud puddles. And, and then I said, you know, no water coming up against my window of the house because of the loose gutter. And I'm like... Wow. See, talk there, about, yeah. That, that <clears> There's some good right. things, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Okay, Thanks. Yep. Stu Breyer with you, WICH. 70 degrees. Hope everything is good with you. You, can, you know, there's still some really good things around. There's a lot of good people. And maybe you have a, an old clock or a watch that you'd like to get repaired. What good? I know you say, well, it's right two times a day, but... I know, i got to get some batteries from Phil's. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street. In Jewett City. It's always worth the time. So, when I was a, a little guy, little Stewie, about six years old, I had to share a bedroom with my parents because we lived in an apartment and it was uh, like one and a half bedrooms. My sister had a place which uh, was also in my toy room. <laughs> and I remember they had this clock and I'm nostalgic about the way it ticked. It had this profound ticking noise. Now you would say, why didn't that keep you up all night? Because I was used to it. And once in a while when I hear a clock that's similar to that ticking, it brings me back nostalgic memories. I know you think I'm a lunatic, but uh, clocks have different ticks. Loud ticks, soft ticks. So if you're ticklish... You may find that clock that you grew up with. Seriously, when you go to Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City, the clock that I grew up with. When choosing a career path and you don't know which road to choose, maybe the best bet is to choose all of the roads. Your office will have 18 wheels and the view changes every mile when you drive a truck. To get there, come here and learn from the best. The adventure starts here with 160 Driving Academy. You can flourish with this in-demand career. Safe drivers inquire at 160drivingacademy.com or roll down to 35 Great Neck Road, Waterford. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. 
Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. And, of course, Lunchtime Oldies comes up after the noon news. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, this guy, does he do, does he do German Cocoa Cloths? I don't know. I'm going to talk to him tomorrow on the air and do an interview okay, with him. I have a and you're welcome to call. Clock. Yeah. And it doesn't keep time, but it does go cuckoo, and I, I keep it wound up because my cat was have pine cones all over my floors. Your cat so, likes it? Yeah, he, yeah, he actually knocked a pine cone down one day, and I had pine cones over the bench. I had pine cones in the living room. <laughs> Goodness. So yeah. you have a cuckoo clock that uh, doesn't tell correct time, but it cuckoos? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Would you like to get it fixed? Oh, yes, I would. Well, you know, Phil's going to be, uh, you know, I'm going to be talking to him tomorrow after 1 o'clock if you want to call in. Oh, okay, because the pendulum swings, everything. You know, I have to wind the pine cones back up because the cat gets a hold of them, but oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> that must be quite a, cone, so he likes to play. quite a scene when those uh, little things are falling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go. All right, thanks, okay, sir. It doesn't keep time. Well, maybe uh, we can get the right I, time I for you. Hands, it'll actually stop. So the cuckoo could go off any time? Oh, yeah. Oh, not just on when it hits on the hour or whatever. No, it's, it's supposed to. Yeah, it's, it's going to need probably service. I don't mm-hmm. know what I did. Oh, yeah. I broke one of the hands, and I went and got something over there and put them on here, and then I don't know if I did them right. So oh, okay. I don't know. But, yeah. Okay, See, well. keep time at one time. Well, this guy can fix anything, so uh, we'll talk to him. Okay. Thank you. Cuckoo clock has gone cuckoo. Hmm. You wouldn't believe the watches that I have that need to be uh, get batteries. I'm not a really watch person. You know, I just maybe one or two watches, but uh, there's something about it. I just don't wear a watch very often, but when I do, I would like it to work. <laughs> and uh, hi, welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. How do you do? French fry! Yeah. I was listening to Helen's uh, rant, and I figured I'd let you know where that phrase came from. Yeah. Pardon my, you Pardon know Pardon my what. French, yes. Mm-hmm. Basically, it was back in England in the early um, 17th century, I believe it was. They spoke French. The English spoke French because they thought that was very fashionable. But when they spoke it to someone that didn't understand French, they would say that phrase, pardon my French, mm-hmm. because the people that they were talking to didn't understand or didn't know how to speak French. So they excused themselves, saying that, I'm sorry, I'm speaking in French. I didn't realize you didn't know how, that type of thing. So it was very fashionable in England in the 17th century to be able to speak French. And then the phrase came about when they were talking to someone that didn't know how to speak French or understand French, they parked themselves. So it's interesting, when somebody says something that sounds like a negative word, they will go, pardon my French. Yeah, I guess. They've taken it out of context, I guess. Yeah. But, um, it originally was just apologizing. I mean, I, had, I came across that one time. I speak Canadian French, which is totally different than mm-hmm. Parisian French, because when I went to Paris this year, I was, you know, trying to use my Canadian French, and it, it kind of worked, but um, 
it's a whole different ball. I even failed. I even failed Parisian French in high school, and I couldn't speak English till I started fourth grade. So, <laughs> uh, so you are a Canadian French fry. Yeah, I'm a Canadian French fry. Yep. Uh, both my parents were born in Canada, and uh, I went to Catholic school in Taftville. All the nuns spoke French, and all my relatives spoke French, and. I spoke French in school, and then I, my dad built a house in the town of Sprague, and I went to the sales school up there, and I couldn't speak English. Uh, it was a tough year, but I passed. So you, you can speak Canadian French fluently now? I can speak it. I don't know if you'd call it fluently. I'd have, I have to stop and think when I want to speak it, but I understand it. Uh, I can understand uh, if someone speaks to me in Canadian French or even in, in when I was in France, I could understand most of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to really stop and think uh, when I say it. So, but it you... was basically a, an apology for the aristocrats in England at the time that mm-hmm. did speak French. It was uh, very fashionable for them to speak French. So, Helen, don't don't take. No, don't take it to heart because no. it was very fashionable mm-hmm. and it was intended to make an apology to someone that didn't understand French. So. Yeah, there's that, I'm glad you brought that. Can you can you describe today's weather in in French to me? Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd have to take too long to think about it. Your show would be over. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, I just uh, it'll come to me. But uh, I I love listening to French. I, I love it. It's <laughs> it's a it's a nice but, language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's a beautiful language. Um, I kind of like listening to Helen because it reminds me of all of my aunts and uncles and my mom and my dad. They had that accent going on, and I love it. I took so, French I took French in high school. There's a few things I remember, like when it's cold, j'ai froid. But yeah, j'ai froid, yeah. Uh, le bouton de l'électricité. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, of yep. course, counting. I, I remember the uh, counting in the yeah. French. Yeah. yeah, I can still count in the French and numbers and, you know, that kind of thing. But a lot of words I can, you know, like a, like a cow is a bosh, and mm. uh, a car is a camion, and, uh, or a truck, I forget it. One of them, a camion is either a car or a truck, I forget. <laughs> but um, a lot of words, you know, that a maison is a house, and... Um, but if I look at certain things, I can come up with the French word and say, okay, I know what that is. Um, so when you polywog- move... Polywogs are left key. Oh, okay. Polywog is a left key. <laughs> <laughs> so when you came, right. you didn't speak any English? I didn't speak any English until I started fourth grade. My uncle tutored me. Mm. Uh, my uncle was a priest. Um, he left the priesthood and married my aunt. But he tutored me. Almost every night, <laughs> I made it. You sure made it. You, you yeah, remarkable, it. right? You tutored me during the summer and in between third grade and fourth grade. And so when I started, you know, I had comprehension of the English language so much so I could make it through the fourth grade. And then it was well, you know, he's on to bigger and better things, I guess. He's a, he was a good tutor. You sound great. Thanks for checking in. All right, so then Helen. Ellen, have a nice day. It wasn't meant, it wasn't derogatory. It wasn't no. an insult. It was actually, you know, no harm. apology back when it started that way. No harm was intended. All right, thank no, you. I know. All right. Take care. Later. Parlez-vous français? 
my French teacher was so adorable. She was like 4'3", and I just loved listening to her talk. Just a, just a wonderful French accent. I paid a little attention in that class, which is unusual for me. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Beautiful sunny day, 77. Could get some showers overnight, 63. Showers likely tomorrow morning, maybe even a thunderstorm. Then the afternoon turns sunny and breezy with a high of 74. For the first full day of autumn on Friday, lots of sunshine, breezy, but a high of only 62. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Currently 70 degrees with Stu. Another Connecticut bank is being acquired by a large out-of-state institution. How much does your bank value you if they're selling your account again? This is Nick Kaplinson, president and CEO of Dime Bank. If your bank has proved once more that shareholders and profits come first, maybe it's time to let them know you've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Protect your family, protect your farm. FarmSafe 811 reminds you to never assume location or depth of underground pipelines and utilities. Always contact 811. Learn more at farmsafe811.org. Marty Hausberger entertains you mornings, 6 to 10. Welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? I'm okay. Okay. Um, I've had a chance to read the region section and Cal Thomas's wonderful editorial. Mm-hmm. Um, Ferguson Avenue, they initially closed it when Dodge Stadium opened and there was so much traffic. But it is a very narrow, windy road. Um, I mean, I've gone up it and it is very, very narrow. So to have extra extra traffic on it, um, I think would be dangerous for those that live there. And somebody has suggested that they have a bigger gate so they can open it during snowstorms, and I think that's a brilliant idea. You know, open it for snowstorms and the rest of the time keep it closed. Hmm. Good. Um, you know, that's just my opinion. I don't live there, but I have traveled that road, you know, back in the day when I went to yard sales. Now I'm trying to declutter, so <laughs> no more yard sales, but, you know, um, it's an extremely narrow road, and um, I just think it would be dangerous to have extra traffic. I, I feel for the people where it's more convenient to go to work, but you know what's a little inconvenient if it's safer is is what I say. Right. Well, and I the fifty dollar fine for drinking in public. Sure, and I don't think it needs to be increased. Just fifty dollars is fine. I know somebody, one of the residents had said 100, but I think 50 is reasonable. And then if it doesn't work, then you can go to 100. You know, stop the walking around with that that drink and in your um, brown paper bag. If they can stop that, that would be good. Anyway, All right. Um... It is a nice. It's a nice day out, though. It's not sunny or anything, but it's a cool temperature, so... Yeah, let's enjoy it. That's it. Thank you so much. Hello. Hi. You're on the air. Good morning, Stu. Voice of Reason. Voice of Reason. Reason with me, please. Program reminder for you and your listeners. Number 45 will be on with Sean Hannity tonight 
at 9 o'clock for a one-hour interview. Oh, my goodness. They, uh, Sean and uh, Mr. Trump get along pretty good, huh? They do, and uh, Hannity will be in Florida, Mar-a-Lago. Well, he gets good ratings, Mr. Hannity, and uh, I guess it'll be an interesting conversation. And tonight, uh, I mean, Aaron George goes for number four, 61. Boy, I'll tell you, I am very interested in that. I was so glad he he waited. Well, he got it last night. He waited to the ninth inning, but it was an important home run for sure. Yeah, not only that, he's going down with bases loaded, struck out, walked, ground out a couple of times. And what was really nice was the post-game interview. I stayed up till midnight watching that. Very humble. Yeah, that's one of the things I like about him. He has a lot of humility. Seems like a quiet guy. He goes out and he does his job, and he does it very well. And I understand it was either his first or a second curtain call. Well, I'd certainly want him to come out for a curtain call if I was there. Well, my son was down there. He's a scout with Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was all fired up sending me emails at the end of the game. He said, Dad, I've never really seen anything like this before. The the atmosphere, the crowd coming back, scoring uh, on a grand slam to win the game. It was just outstanding. Do you know if the Yankees finish up at home this year? That I am not sure, but I know they've got Boston from. I'll check the schedule and I'll get back to you. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Thank you so okay. much. You're welcome. For you baseball fans, doesn't matter if you're a Yankee fan, Red Sox fan, or an electric fan. This is a good guy, and we'd like him to hit as many home runs as he can. He's hit 60, and that's happened only five times in the history of baseball. Of course, Babe Ruth originally had it, and people said, ah, nobody's ever going to get more than 60. And then Roger Maris, out of the blue, hit 61. And now Aaron Judge has 60 with uh, several games to go. So we hope he does it. Now there are people that have hit more than 70, but that was in the era when they were taking stuff. And that's very unfortunate. 89-5252, Stu Breyer with you, WICH. In case you're wondering what we're talking about, about that $50 fine in Norwich, the city's crackdown on nuisance public drinking now has some enforcement teeth. City Council voted unanimously Monday to amend an ordinance prohibiting public drinking to add a $50 fine per violation. Previously, the ordinance carried no enforcement mechanism, and the citations were easily dismissed in Norwich Superior Court, Police Chief Patrick Daly told the City Council on Monday. I think it's a good idea. I really do. Daly said officers still would not take violators uh, into custody, but would issue mail-in fines and citations. He said police will work with court officials to help divert repeat offenders into alcohol treatment programs. During public comment before the decision, downtown resident Brian Koblars asked the council why the fine could not be higher, noting that Madison has a $100 fine for violations. Daly said the proposed $50 to match the fine Norwich already has on the books for drinking violations in public parks. Welcome to the program. Hi, I've got two Beach Boys CD box sets for sale for 100 apiece. I think it's five or six CDs in it, and um, mm-hmm. 
anything and everything on Sally Field, books, pictures, this, that, and the other, my number is 860-887-0813. All right, sir. What's happened to Sally Fields? She's okay, isn't she? She's such a marvelous actress. Never forget her role in the motion picture Sybil. I don't know how anybody could top that one. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. What is morning sickness and what can you do for it? I'll be right back with some ideas. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Morning sickness is a term that refers to nausea and vomiting during pregnancy. Usually it occurs during the first three months and is usually worse in the morning, but may occur any time of the day during any trimester. What can you do to reduce the symptoms? Eat dry crackers or toast at bedtime and early in the morning. Avoid large meals. Choose high-protein foods over high-fat foods. Use gelatin, broth, ginger ale, or tea to help reduce symptoms. And of course, if your symptoms are severe or prolonged, consult your doctor. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a health mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Well, I finally saw the movie Father Stew. Interesting movie based on a true story about a reckless guy who became a priest. And uh, you may want to check it out. It's called Father Stew. It's even spelled the same way as I spell it. S-T-U, not (laughs) S-T-E-W. Well, we got some uh, games coming up. UConn at uh, NC State Football. WICHAM and FM on the 24th Saturday. That'll be at 6 p.m. You can hear the game right here, WICHAM and FM. Welcome to the program. Somebody waited online just to hang up on me. Okay. I'm sorry that I kept you waiting. We could have done that a little quicker. If you'd like to check in, do have some time for another call or two. You're welcome with your opinion, and you don't have to agree with me. That's okay. Hello, this is Charlie here from ACDC. Well, we are growing. We need to expand our staff for the added workload and when we move to a new location here in Norwich, Connecticut later this year. We are currently looking for an entry-level generator technician. We are willing to train the right person. That person also must have a good work ethic and some mechanical abilities. This person will primarily be working on home standby, light commercial, and portable generators. There is opportunity for advancement. There will be a mix of shop and field work. person must have their own basic hand mechanics tools, a driver's license, clean driving record, and pass a random drug test. Typical work week is 40 hours plus with overtime. We offer a full benefits package including health, eye, dental, disability, and 401. If interested, call or text me, Charlie, at 860-287-6981. Pay will be based on experience. Again, we are willing to train. Great opportunity for the recently graduated or soon-to-be graduated high school person. ACDC Industrial Electric is the region's leading generic power system servicing dealer. Good morning to you. Good morning to you, Father Stu. Hey, I saw that movie yesterday. Yeah, I heard you say that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to go and, and look at it. 
It's a very interesting movie, particularly because it's a true story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know who's in it because I saw the actors being interviewed mm-hmm. uh, on television. Mel Gibson. The, yeah, the Mel Gibson is in it. Mar- yeah. The actor from Dorchester, I believe. Oh, yeah, as they used to say, Dorchester. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want to tell you, I just received on uh, my email a beautiful... Uh, I guess you would call a sign from the uh, science professional company here in Norwich. Mm-hmm. And I'm, sending, I'm forwarding it to you. I have already. It's a beautiful sign. No, it says no in big, bold, red letters. And you can see the roundabout inside the, the letter O uh, of no. Mm-hmm. With that. You have to see this. It's really artistic. Yeah, I'll look forward to checking it out when I get on. There's no six roundabouts. Mm-hmm. So you might be seeing all those in the, across the city. Well, I'm pretty sure it will be across the city, and uh, many of people will want to yeah. have Yeah, that. there's some people already involved. Mm-hmm. It's not just me. It's other folks who want the show... Uh, how they feel about the roundabouts. Well, I know you want to thank your show for letting us Mm -hmm. get on and and talk about it. Well, I'm sure you've done a lot to promote this, so good for you. Yeah, well, thank you, Stu. All right, Boston Benny, thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, the Orioles are at the Yankee Stadium on the 30th, October 1st, October 2nd. They end up the season in Texas. Okay. Can you imagine that last, uh, when they're home for the last time of the season, of course, there'll be the playoffs, but uh, that place will be packed. Yeah, they'll be playing the Red Sox the 23rd, 4th, and 5th. Then they go to the Blue Jays for the next series. Then they're home for the Orioles, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, the 30th through the 2nd. Then they finish up on the road in Texas on the 3rd. I don't know how many seats Yankee Stadium holds, but I bet you they'll all be taken. Oh, yeah. And they better buy their tickets in advance, too. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. You're welcome. Good morning to you. You're on the air. Good morning. I have, for swaps, Mm -hmm. uh, a box that I uh, ordered from East Eastman uh, Company. Uh, it is a uh, something for uh, car car people who are you know rebuilding cars and stuff. It is for uh, sealing up gas tanks. The uh, box, like I say, has never been opened, and I paid a hundred dollars for this whole thing. And I'll take uh, you know fifty bucks or whatever you can afford. Uh, but I'm I've got to get rid of. All kinds of stuff that uh, I've been collecting for 45 years. I've been an automotive technician. Mm-hmm. So I've got, <laughs> like I say, I've got a ton of stuff I've got to get rid of. Okay, so my phone number is 860-908-7454. 908-7454. You got it, Stu. All right, sir. Good luck to you. 908-7454. Trying to find my pen. Probably rolled off the counter and onto the floor and into the kitchen. 
You're on the air. Welcome to the program. Hi. Um, yeah, it reminded me about my trip through the roundabout yesterday. Um, I've been through it a couple times, both ways, and I was heading, oh, I don't know which way, but anyhow, mm-hmm. it was backed up to, uh, does anyone remember where Beat Brothers used to be in the city? I'm sure they do. So you were downtown, and you were going either to it or from it in the roundabout. Yeah, I hit mm-hmm. the roundabout, and uh, we were backed up from, like, that light where Knowledge Saving Society used to be. Mm-hmm. Way back, you know, all around the roundabout and way up, like, almost to the uh, library. I've never seen it like that. No, I've never. I, I I go through it almost every day, and I never have never seen it backed up. So that's. Oh yeah, well I don't know what happened. You know, like I said, I don't go through there very often, and I've never seen anything like it. Hmm. Well, I just wanted to comment. I didn't know. If, so if you go through it often and you don't have a problem, I guess you know it's okay. All right. Well, thanks for. Uh Updating us, we appreciate but I'll tell it. Tell you, I am not looking forward to the six on you know West Main Street or whatever it is over there. Maybe. Uh, and I notice people have been driving. I think uh, less recklessly. I don't see anybody going through red lights anymore, or going zigzagging, you know, changing lanes. And I'm wondering if they're being <laughs> a little, you know, more cautious, hoping that maybe. Um, that won't go through. Well, that's wonderful if they're driving uh, better. And, and funny thing you mention it, but I haven't seen anybody lately going through a red light. I'm uh-huh. seeing it almost every day, but mm. maybe there's a new trend. I don't know. Yeah, that would be good. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, I meant to tell you this. I just reminded myself. So I was having trouble with the car. And all those little symbol lights were going on, and it, it acted like um, the engine was on tilt, and like the visibility was off, and things were not working right in the car. We're still able to drive it, but it was scaring the heck out of me that all these things were going to go poof at once. So I took it to the garage, and it, it, some cars, when you don't put the gas cap on correctly or it's loose it indicates that there's a problem almost everywhere in the car so one would think boy I'm going to have to buy a new car what is all this so if you're getting all those symbols popping into your car don't panic first of all go and make sure the gas cap is secure and put in correctly you know that little click and then see if it goes away may save you a lot of aggravation. Of course, if it doesn't go away after that, then it could be something else. But try that first. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Uh, I just wanted to voice my uh, support for the No Roundabout Movement. I think we need to just get anybody that supports these roundabouts, we need to get out of office. We need to investigate why they're not listening to us. Where's the money going? Who's getting the money? Another thing, I applaud the the mayor for getting the uh, the alcohol ordinance passed. I, I, I... I'm not sure if it, if it covers marijuana and other drugs. I hope it does. And I would encourage them to pass ordinances uh, about blight. I'm looking right here. 
Route 82 on the sidewalk. You got these property owners that own sidewalks. They're not even whacking, weed whacking them or mulling them. It's overgrown. It looks it looks disgusting. Between that and the garbage, they should be fine. Also, I'm glad you. At least on the gateways. I'm glad you brought that up because a week ago I called the blight inspector's office and they're in the process of getting a new blight inspector and they promised me as soon as uh, he or she is trained that uh, they're going to come on the program. So, I'd like to know how long it takes you to train to to know whether or not you should go after somebody who has done nothing to mow their lawn all season. No, it there's, a house, there's a house right behind where uh, mm-hmm. Liberty Bank is used to be beautiful. It was owned by a landscaper. He sold it to a person who lives, it's an LLC, it's owned by an LLC that's registered to some luxury house on the shoreline in like Westbrook or whatever, mm-hmm. and they have not mowed it once. I called the blight office and left numerous messages, nothing's happening down there. Yeah, they got to get somebody and get them quick. Thanks. I got, I got a news break. Down there and then send them a bill. I got a news break, but thanks for calling. Take care. WICH AM 1310 Norwich and 94.5 W233 DV in Norwich. Yes, we're going to have a terrific lunchtime oldies. It's noon. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Hurricane Fiona is directly blamed for at least four deaths during its march through the Caribbean. While the rain and rains it unleashed in Puerto Rico have left most people there without power, half without running water. Parts of the island receiving more than 25 inches of rain. National Hurricane Center Senior Specialist Richard Pash says Fiona has now strengthened to a Category 4 hurricane and headed for Bermuda. It could do significant structural damage and storm surges could cause also tremendous impacts if you get into the core. Where right now we're we're hoping the core will stay just west of the island, but um, you know we can't be sure. There are uncertainties in the forecast track. Hurricane Center Specialist Richard Pash. Also at townhall.com, the House tees up the first vote on the January 6th committee reform legislation. Correspondent Bernie Bennett with that report. The House on Wednesday plans to vote on a bill led by a bipartisan duo on the January 6th panel that would reform the Electoral Count Act, moving swiftly on legislation designed to prevent interference in elections. The legislation, introduced by the panel's vice chairwoman, Congresswoman Liz Cheney, and California Democrat Zoe Lofgren, would make clear that the vice president's role in certifying the election is purely ministerial and would require one-third of lawmakers in each chamber to back any effort to object to electors. House Minority Whip Steve Scalise told reporters Tuesday morning that he will vote against the measure. Bernie Bennett in Washington. In consumer news, after 99 consecutive days of declining gasoline prices, the cost for a gallon edged a penny higher. The average price for a gallon rose a penny to about three sixty-eight per gallon. That's according to the AAA. On Wall Street, ahead of today's Fed announcement, the Dow is up now 146 points, the Nasdaq 36 higher. More at townhall.com. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. 
Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy! Senate GOP leader Mitch McConnell throwing another fundraiser for Georgia Senate candidate Herschel Walker. McConnell's assistance comes even as Walker learned Tuesday he was leading opponent Raphael Warnock by two points in the latest Atlanta Journal-Constitution survey. The minority leader rankled some Republicans last month when he questioned his party's chances for recapturing the Senate based upon what he called candidate quality, a reference some took as a dig at former President Trump and the candidates, including Walker, he supports. Thursdays will be the second fundraiser McConnell's held for Walker since then. Walker and Warnock square off in a televised debate next month. Bob Agnew reporting. Officials say the devastating floods in Pakistan's worst hit province has killed 10 more people just in the past day. The UN Children's Agency, meanwhile, renewed its appeal for $39 million. Only a third of that sum is uh, currently been met. Breaking news at townhall.com. Speaking with the Salem Radio Network, Republican Congressman Jim Banks says he may run for a majority whip if his party flips the House in the midterms. Got to win back the majority, and that's what all of us are focused on and doing our part to do that. But, but Hugh, I want to I be a part of the, the leadership team that advances the agenda that we're promising the American people on the campaign trail. And if, if my colleagues give me the opportunity to do that as the whip, um, I can't think of a more consequential place to, to be a part of the a, a part of the leadership that it's going to take to get it done. He says House Republicans are committed to facing and solving the problems of inflation, immigration, and education. Aaron Judge has hit his 60th home run, matching Babe Ruth and moving within one now of Roger Maris's American League season record. And he has 15 games remaining to match and surpass Maris's total for New York in 1961. More on these stories at townhall.com. Get ready for a lunchtime oldie break. Got a lot of fun tunes to play for you today. So forget your troubles and let's get happy and let's enjoy some of the great hits of the last few decades. Sometimes more than that. It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his Lunchtime Oldie Show on 1310 WICH. technical problem with that song but that's okay we have a thousand other songs that we can play and maybe we'll get over the mountain uh, a little bit later on in our lunchtime oldies it's a song we haven't played in a very very long time so i wanted to get it in but uh we got it out quickly so let's just uh move on and let it ride because we are gonna have some fun
an old uh, gambling uh, thing they used to say when you're rolling the dice they go let it ride baby needs a new pair of shoes remember that yeah yes I did do a little uh, gambling with the dice at one point but I've kind of reformed so I'm going to try it again I'm going to try to play this great song again so here's another chance to hear over the mountain across the sea Poor guy over the mountain, somebody waits for him, and they didn't have any texting in those days. Hey, we got the song in. I hope it was worth the wait. All right. Just getting warmed up on our lunchtime break. Jeep Adventure Days are going on now for the entire month of September here at Falvey's Motors. Come down and check out everything Jeep has to offer with best-in-class 4x4 and towing capabilities, spacious, comfortable interiors, and smooth, reliable rides. Your adventure starts here. We've all been hearing about the madness with the shortage of cars. Dealers are marking up the prices of the vehicles because, well, yeah, we don't know why either. 
That's why here at Falvey's Motors, we promise to never overcharge on any of our new vehicles. You heard that right. Falvey's promises that Connecticut residents won't pay over sticker price. Come by and let us help kick off your adventure in a new certified pre-owned Jeep. We're located on Route 32 right down the street from Mohegan Sun. Or you can always visit us online at falvey's.com where you can choose your vehicle or begin customizing in order to fit your needs. If you don't see something you like, ask about how you can get even more savings by placing a custom factory order with us. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. Powerful X-Torque engines, advanced ergonomics, and legendary reliability. Nothing makes the toughest cutting jobs easy, like a Husqvarna chainsaw from k Equipment. And nothing is better for your chainsaw than genuine Husqvarna accessories. Choose Husqvarna oils and lubricants to ensure peak performance, and replacement blades and chains to help you tackle any task. Durable carrying cases protect your machine, while head, ear, and eye protection keep you safe on the job. There's never been a better time to choose Husqvarna. For the full lineup of Husqvarna chainsaws and accessories, visit k Equipment in Plainfield. So I was digging out some stuff in the vault, and I want to, you know, like to play some things that are a little bit different sometime on our lunchtime oldie show, and I came across some vinyl by Les Paul and Mary Ford. What an interesting sound they had. And this one, I don't believe I heard them sing it, but I know the song, Frankie and Johnny. You remember them? They were sweethearts. Frankie and Johnny were sweethearts. Lordy, how they could love Swore to be true to each other Just as true as the stars above He was her man But he done her wrong Frankie went down to the corner to get a glass of beer She said to the bartender Has my loving Johnny been here? He's my man But he's doing me wrong Don't wanna tell you no story Don't wanna tell you no lie Saw your man about an hour ago With a gal named Nellie Bly He's your man But he's doing you wrong Frankie went to her hotel room out a big 44 Shot her man Three times in the back Through a great big Hardwood door He was her man But he done her wrong This story has no this story has no end Just goes to prove That there ain't no good in the mill They're your man But they'll do you wrong What 
a sweet way to sing a violent song. <laughs> Amazing. It's called Frankie and Johnny. Not a happy ending there. Stu Bry with the WICH. I thought you'd get a kick out of that one because um, Les Paul and Mary Ford did a version of it. A lot of other people did as well, but maybe you never heard that particular one. All right. Let's pick up the beat a little bit, huh? Let's stir up a little more uh, reggae music. Got a little bit of that today? All right, here we go. It's good music to fix your lunch by. A little reggae music in the kitchen. Got some soup going on? Well, steer it up. Nash rambling with that uh, Stir It Up song. How about a little carnival music, huh? See the girl with symbols on her fingers entering through the door. Ruby glistening from her navel, shimmering around the floor. Bells of eco tingling and ringing going through my head. 
Temperature is rising, sweating from my brow Like a snake, her body fascinates me I can't look away now Stop, stop, stop all the dancing Give me time to breathe Stop, stop, stop all the dancing Or I have to leave Now she's moving all around the tables Luring all inside But I know that she cannot see me hidden by the light Closer, closer, she's getting nearer, soon she'll be in reach As I enter into a spotlight, she stands lost for speech Stop, stop, stop all the dancing, give me time to breathe Stop, stop, stop all the dancing, or I have to Over tables, spilling all the drinks Can't they understand that I want her Happens every week Heavy hand upon my collar Throws me in the street Stop, stop, stop all the dancing Give me time to breathe Stop, stop, stop all the dancing Or I'll have to unusual love song by, by the Hollies. Big hit for them though. Hey, how about a country classic? We like to put a country classic in every day on our lunchtime oldie show. At least we try to do it. Here's a guy by the name of Hank Lachlan. Hey, it's fall tomorrow. Mm, let's do a falling song. Please help me, I'm falling in love
in love that could hurt there's a song called love hurts there's a lot of songs about falling in love we'll play a couple for you right now this is a very simple tune by the beatles that of course was successful in fact i bet you know the words you can sing with it if i fell in love with you would you promise to be true and help me understand because i've been in love before and i found that love was more than just Holding hands If I give my heart to you I must be sure from the very start That you would love me more than her If I trust in you Stop and think of how many wonderful songs they wrote. You know, when you have some time, it's it's remarkable. The Beatles, if I fell. When it comes to heart and vascular care, go to the experts in valve procedures, rhythm disorders, heart transplants, and more. Go straight to the heart of advanced cardiovascular care. Heart for Healthcare's Heart and Vascular Institute. So you've decided to remodel your home. Congratulations. But where to start? Look down. Your flooring is boring. It's time to get to Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. 
Clough for all of your flooring needs. Not just carpets, a huge selection of hardwoods, tile, vinyl, laminate, and area rugs. And Clough installs everything we sell. Ask about our beautiful guarantee. Clough offers the best service and knowledgeable staff to help you pick the right flooring for your needs and budget. Financing available for qualified buyers. Thanks to all of our loyal customers for voting us best flooring company by Reader's Choice for three years in a row. So if you're ready to give your home a facelift, Start with your floors. Clough comes to your home to measure and give you estimates for free. Get two Cloughs, family-owned since 1972, across from BJ's on Crossroads in Waterford and at CloughCarpet1Waterford.com. Clough Carpet One Floor and Home, the one-stop shop for your perfect floor. This is Nick Kaplanson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. Is your bank changing names or worse, disappearing completely? We've all seen too many times, once the name changes, so does everything else. Maybe it's time for you to skip the new paperwork, fee changes, and big promises that come from a big out-of-state bank. At Dime Bank, we're welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. A lot of songs about falling, and hopefully nobody gets really hurt. Uh, Here's another one by Connie Francis. Officially, fall starts tomorrow evening. I got the feeling I'm a falling. It's all because of you Like I was walking on a tightrope I thought that love could never touch me Yeah, I was riding high And then my ivory tower toppled And I tumbled from the sky I got to feeling I'm a-falling Love, you're the reason why They love could never touch me It's an odd expression, I'm falling in love with you. Well, stand up if you are. Connie Francis with Stu at WICH. We'll get some more fall songs in before uh, 1 o'clock. I bet you never thought when little Eva sang the song Locomotion that somebody else would have a hit with it, especially a, a group called the Grand Funk Railroad. 
But they are the Grand Funk Railroad. I mean, come on. Everybody's doing a brand new dance now. Come on, baby. I know you'll get to like it if you give it a chance now. That's the uh, rock version of uh, Do the Locomotion. Stu Bry with the WICH. Hope you're enjoying the fun. We do this every day. Give you a chance to uh, bring back terrific memories. This is a very short song, but gets right to the point. Guy's name is Roy Head, and Roy had one hit. So he is now in the category of a one-hit wonder. It was a good one. It's called Treat Her Right. Tell you a story Every man ought to know If you want a little love And uh, 
You gotta start real slow She's gonna love you tonight now If you just treat her right now Oh, squeeze her real gentle Gotta make her feel good Tell her that you love her Like you know you should Cause if you don't treat her right She won't love you tonight If you practice my method Just as hard as you can You're gonna get a reputation As a loving man And you'll be glad every night That you treated her right you go treat her right you can do that hey here's another falling song this is a real falling song here with roy orbison i'm falling i'm falling falling in love with you baby come closer We never have a song, I'm Standing in Love with You. All right. Falling in Love with Roy Orbison. I have a real fall song. Let's hear it. A real one. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, all right, all right. Stop it. Here's Sarah Vaughn, Autumn in New York. the most beautiful voice, huh? Sarah Vaughn. They used to call her Sassy Sarah and uh, Autumn in New York. See, there are a couple of songs about fall and autumn. Here's a one-hit wonder, the Neon Philharmonic. Good morning, girl. Morning, girl. How'd you sleep last night? You're several ages older now. Your eyes 
have started showing how the little girl's growing now. Morning girl, was that you last night crying on the radio, begging for a way to go? To go back where love wasn't jumbled so Oh no, things are different now Than they were before You know love is more than kissing A whole lot more Morning girl Put your dreams away And read your box of Cheerios And powder puff that pretty nose And go out and find your man Where the wild wind blows Morning girl Morning, girl. What'd you wake her up for, huh? WICH, the Neon Philharmonic. We have a pretty good weather day today. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Beautiful sunny day, 77. Could get some showers overnight, 63. Showers likely tomorrow morning, maybe even a thunderstorm. Then the afternoon turns sunny and breezy with a high of 74. For the first full day of autumn on Friday, lots of sunshine, breezy, but a high of only 62. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Those were the first hit for the monkeys, and then they had their own television show, and uh, it was quite a stretch for them, huh? Take the last train to Clarksville. Noisy railroad 
station All along I feel alone Oh no 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 Oh no 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 And I don't know if I'm ever coming home Take the last train across Clarksville and I'll meet you at the station. You can be here by 4.30, cause I've made your reservation. Don't be slow. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. And I don't know if I'm ever coming home. Take the last train across All aboard! I never really watched the Monkey Show. I don't know what it was. You know, they never played their own instruments. I'm not saying they couldn't play instruments, but they had somebody else playing the instruments in the background. However, it worked for them, and they had quite a career. Here's Maxine Nightingale. Go right back where we started from. I have to move back to Roxbury. I don't know.
All right, tomorrow is officially fall, or you can call it autumn, whatever you like. And here's another song about falling. Because there are not a lot of fall songs except this type. I just can't help falling in love with you, uh, baby. Wise men say Only fools rush in But I can't help Falling in love with you Shall I stay? Would it be yourself call the falling hotline you'll be okay elvis from blue hawaii well we there're not a lot of songs about the fall but we certainly have come up with a a lot of fall songs so um, let's close out with another one this is tom petty well he was here a minute ago oh here he is tom petty's free fallen Did you ever try that Don't try that at home. She's a good girl, loves her mama, loves Jesus in America too. She's a good girl, she's crazy about Elvis, 
loves horses than her boyfriend too. And it's a long day living in Reseda. There's a freeway running through the yard, and I'm a bad boy. I'm a bad boy for breaking her heart. Okay, let's fall into the news. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we got a Anything Goes next hour. A lot of things to talk about. So you can join me. Personality Radio, WICH AM 1310 in Norwich. Also, we're on FM 294.5 W233 DB in Norwich. Right now, it is 1 o'clock news. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Iran's president insists that his country was serious about reviving a deal to put curbs on its nuclear program, but questioned whether it could trust America's commitment to any eventual accord. Ibrahim Raisi addressing the U.N. General Assembly as talks to revive the nuclear deal approached a take-it-or-leave-it moment. President Biden used a United Nations speech to forcefully condemn Russia's ongoing war against Ukraine. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. Addressing world leaders, the president took direct aim at Moscow. Russia has shamelessly violated the core tenets of the United Nations Charter. He said Russia's Vladimir Putin launched a brutal, needless war in Ukraine, but he challenged the U.N. to be unwavering in its resolve. We will stand in solidarity with Ukraine. We will stand in solidarity against Russia's aggression. Period. Mr. Biden also criticized Putin's new nuclear threats against Europe as reckless. Greg Clugston, Washington. Also at townhall.com, Russian President Putin has ordered a partial mobilization of reservists, taking a risky and deeply unpopular step that follows humiliating setbacks nearly seven months after invading Ukraine. Meanwhile, Ukrainian farms near the front lines are facing constant shelling that is damaging fields and equipment. At one farm, a worker says returning to growing grain, quote, will be difficult. Agriculture is a critical part of Ukraine's economy, accounting for about 20% of its gross national product and 40% of its export revenue before the war. The country is often described as the breadbasket of Europe, and millions rely on its affordable supplies of grain and sunflower oil in parts of the world where many already face hunger. Correspondent Jeremy House. 
Stocks higher, the Dow is up 104 points, the Nasdaq ahead 50. More at townhall.com. Early Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. The feds getting involved in the murder of an LSU student. Her car was sprayed with bullets as she sat at a railroad crossing eating fast food that was later found sitting in her lap. Federal investigators are now joining the murder investigation of 21-year-old Allie Rice. Rice had reportedly been visiting a friend that night at a bar on Government Street in downtown Baton Rouge near where she was shot. D.A. Hiller Moore says the FBI, ATF, and the DEA are now assisting with the investigation. Tasha Stevens reporting. The National Transportation Safety Board recommending that all new vehicles be equipped with blood alcohol monitoring systems that can stop an intoxicated person from driving. The recommendation, if enacted by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, could reduce the number of alcohol-related crashes in the U.S., Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. In consumer news, the state of West Virginia has announced a $147 million opioid settlement with CVS and Walmart. Correspondent Mike Gracia with the latest in this report. The state of West Virginia has reached settlements with Walmart and CVS Pharmacy for a combined $147 million in a lawsuit over the company's role in the opioid crisis. West Virginia Attorney General Patrick Morrissey announced the settlements. Walmart agreed to a settlement of just over $65 million. CVS settled for $82.5 million, but the CVS deal includes a provision that West Virginia can receive money from any future national settlements concerning CVS. West Virginia has reached $875 million in opioid settlements with manufacturers, wholesalers, and pharmacies. The settlement money will be distributed throughout the state to abate the opioid crisis. I'm Mike Gracia. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. In your seatbelts, it's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Okay, before we get to your phone calls, I want to uh, check in with Kathleen from ARC, who's got some information for you. Uh, hi, Kathleen. Hello, Stu. How are you? Good. You always got something going on with uh, ARC. Tell us what's happening. Well, we've got, on Sunday, October 7th, uh, 2nd, rather, the 45th annual Jack O'Keefe Memorial Strides Road Race over there at uh, Camp Parkness, 301 Great Neck Road. It's a 5K, a 10K, and a family fun run, walk and roll. So if you're in a wheelchair or you're running or you're walking, everybody's welcome. So how do we get into it? 
All you need to do is go to the ARC ECT, that's the ARC Eastern Connecticut, the ARC ECT.org, and, uh, you know, just click about middle of the page, click on the folks running. You can sign up online, you can uh, sponsor online, or you can give us a call at 860-889-4435, extension 116. And how far do we run, just as far as we want to? Well, we've got three options for mm-hmm. you. You can do the 5K. You can do the 10K. Those start at 9.30 a.m., again, over at Camp Harkness. And then we've got the Family Fun Run Walk and Roll, which starts at 11. So if you get there a little early, you can register for the 5K or the 10K. I always like to do the walk and roll with the people we serve, our volunteer corps, our community life and advocacy folks. And really, that's what uh, the money we raise here from the Strides Road Race. It supports people with intellectual and developmental disabilities um, to have community activities, to also uh, sort of support them in networking and uh, getting job skills. So... It's a, it's a great cause, and we really appreciate our community support. And uh, it's over there at Camp Harkness, which is really pretty this time of year. And that's going to be, uh, what's the date again? It's Sunday, October 2nd, this, uh, and yep. uh, mm-hmm. that's 9.30 in the morning. Well, I hope you have a big success with it. As always, give us the number again. Sure, it's 860 4435 extension 116. Just ask for Denise and she'll help you out. Or go to our website, thearcect.org, and click on the runners. You keep up the good work. I hope you have a big turnout. Hey, thanks a lot, Stu. We really appreciate it. You're welcome, Kathleen. So, great organization, the ARC, and uh, this portion of our program is an open topic. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hello. Hey, um, I'd like to clear something up. Okay, I'm always up for clearing things okay. up. The monkeys did play their own instruments. At first, I just looked it up because I'd heard that before. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, the producers of the program wouldn't let them play their own instruments. Okay? But um, this is according to Peter Tork. Oh, he would know. He's a monkey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter, um, he, he's from Connecticut, you know. Oh, no, I didn't um, know that. Mm-hmm. No, he's from Connecticut. And um, he went to Greenwich Village where he met Stephen Stills. And uh, I guess uh, Stephen Stills tried out for the monkeys, and he wasn't photogenic enough for, or for the... for the. You know why uh, they didn't take Stephen Stills? Is, uh, it's kind of weird, but they, did, they didn't like his teeth. Oh, okay, maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, they did play their own instruments, Um Peter played um, the piano from the the age of nine years old, and I saw him on the TV show playing, um, I remember. Um, Michael wrote two of the monkey songs, and um, uh, David, Davy Jones, Mm -hmm. um, he was, according to Peter, he was quite a good drummer. Now, I've seen him play the drums on some of the... Uh, songs I'm remembering back now uh, but mo- most of the time Mickey played the drums now Mickey didn't pick up the drums till he was uh, going to be on the show and I, I don't know how he did it but he had his own singing group before that 
and uh, he used to he he used to be the lead singer on that and that and he was pretty much the lead singer with along with Davy most of the time on the monkeys, but they did play their own instruments. Well, that's good because so, I know I guess at the beginning they didn't let them, but by yeah, golly, but I'm they glad did, they did. I guess, Michael was frustrated. He, according to Peter, uh, the interview with Peter, Michael was frustrated uh, the way that they they treated. I guess the the that he didn't they didn't consider the group you know um or what do you call it uh, Seri- you know, serious the, enough musicians I serious guess serious enough yeah yeah and he got frustrated about that well seeing but you know he, so much about the monkeys who is the suri- uh, surviving monkey is it Peter Tork no it's Mickey Dolan Mickey Dolan's all right wow the others have passed mm. all of them yeah all all three other other ones have passed yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty young but, too. Yeah, yeah. But Michael wrote two of the songs, and one of them I can remember was called, um, according to this article, was called "You Just May Be the One," and uh, that was one of them he wrote. And I can't remember. I don't know the other one. I yeah, it wasn't that. a big hit for him. But I know Neil Diamond wrote a couple of their big hits. I'm a believer, and a little bit me, a little bit you. Yeah, and. Um, I think that's called Stepping Stones. I'm not sure. I'm Not Your Stepping Stone was another one of their songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there were other people that wrote. wrote um, I can't remember now. Um, yeah, Pleasant Valley Sunday. Pleasant Valley Sunday was written by Carol King for them. So, yeah. So uh, they had some good uh, good product. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, they had they were quite a, quite a group, actually. And I remember people... You know, ridiculing them. <laughs> well, know? they thought they were trying to be the Beatles, but the well, the, the show was kind of silly. It was silly, but it was an extraordinary hit. Yeah, it was. The, the show was silly, but the music, you know, was mm-hmm. quite, you know, good. It might not, you know, fit a lot of people, but uh, I, I liked it. I actually, I had most of the albums. I didn't get the last. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was the last one, but I had about six of the air albums. Well, I'd like to see some of the old monkey shows. Oh, okay. I don't know if they were around. But they they did a lot of things where they were running around and they they sped up the film and stuff like that. It was kind of silly, but, um, you know, mostly Davy and a girl falling in love with Davy Jones and stuff like that. (laughs) I think he might have been the most popular monkey. Yeah, but he was short. He was a jockey. Oh, that's okay. He was a he was a jockey. He was a really um, yeah in England. He was a he was a jockey for a time, and he was also him and Mickey were also t- a- actors. Well, they did darn good for themselves. I'm sorry they're not with us anymore, but uh, thank yeah. you for that information. But it was a misnomer. They did play their own instruments. I do I do appreciate the correction on that. Okay, now and- I got to get back to my problem with the um, bank. Okay. The former People's Bank. <laughs> All right. Good luck with that. Thank you. Bye-bye. Here we come. Oh, look at They're coming. and They're here. My goodness. How did they know? Hey. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. And people say we're monkey around. But we're too busy singing to put anybody down. Do what we like to do We don't have time to get restless There's always something new Hey, hey, we're the monkeys 
And people say we monkey around But we're too busy singing To put anybody down We're just trying to be friendly Come and watch us sing and play We're the young generation And we've got something to say Oh, we miss the monkeys. Stu Bry with the WICH. Open forum for this portion of our program. The number is 860-889-5252. And yes, we're going to slip in a little comedy with the great Groucho Marx and Phyllis Diller coming up shortly. Doing business with a company that's been in the community for more than 60 years. Now that's a name you can trust. Founded by Dave, past his sons Rick and Tom, and now joined by third-generation Bo, gear, sand, and gravel has paved the way for homeowners, do-it-yourselfers, and contractors to have the materials to do the job right. Decorative stone, gravel, crushed, and round natural stone. You name it, Gears has got it. And can even do the work for you. Site work, roads, and gravel driveways as good as new. Gears does it all. If it's topsoil you need, you need to visit Gears. They have only the best local, high-quality, farm-rich soil, mulches, and compost. You see, at Gears, it's a family company. It's a family tradition that if you're going to do something, you've got to do it right. Gears Sand and Gravel, Route 138 Griswold. Call Gears at 376-5321. 376-5321. On the web at GearsFamilyTree.com. Chiroke's getting transfers videotapes, audio tapes, film, reel-to-reel negative slides, and so much more. Join Stu and Charlie. Rogue scanning at the radio station, 40 Kuprak Road on Tuesday, September 27th from 10 a.m. to noon. Bring your media, they'll take care of the rest. So we're going to set up a booth in front of WICH in the parking lot, 40 Kuprak Road in Norwich. I hope you'll come by, say hello. Charter Oak Scanning is celebrating their 10th anniversary, and they're doing it up big with a broadcast here at WICH, September the 27th, 10 to noon. And you are welcome to bring in the Material that you would like to uh, have revived. You can have things digitized. You can take things from videotapes, audio tapes, film, reel-to-reel, negative slides, documents and scrapbooks, and restoration of old photo prints. And they'll put them in uh, compact discs. They'll put them whatever you want them to put in. They have all the equipment, CDs, DVDs, They do a wonderful job scanning and bringing beautiful memories back to life again. It's their 10th anniversary, and it's going to be a wonderful Christmas present for somebody, a real surprise when they see some of the anniversary or wedding tapes or all kinds of celebrations, graduations, seeing the kids when they were little bitty. Mm -hmm. No worries about mailing your precious items because all work is done right there in Stonington, Connecticut. So bring them in. To Norwich, W-I-C-H, and the owners of that uh, organization, Charter Oak Scanning, will bring them to their Stonington headquarters and revive them for you. So look around. You may have some uh, up in the attic or some in the drawer that you think, well, I'm never going to see these again because we don't have the equipment for it. They will bring them back to life for you. That's this coming Tuesday. Fun. I did a lot with some of my old tapes. It's great just to slip in the DVD or the uh, CD, and there it is, just like it was recorded yesterday. Hmm. Well, I have uh, an interesting email that I received. (coughs) Excuse me. 
This is uh, an email from uh, a wonderful lady who's been on our show many times. Her name is Avita King. She is the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King. And seeing we've had so many interviews together that she, she sent me this to see if I would read it on the air to our listeners. And seeing I have the deepest respect for her, I will do it. Dr. Elvita King is the daughter of the late slain civil rights activist Reverend A.D. King and the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., a Christian evangelist. She's the author of the bestseller King Rules and We're Not Colorblind. She's also founder of Speak Up for Life, chairman of the Center for the American Dream, currently serves as a contributor to news stations and is the host of Elvita King's House. She's a member of Optimist International. I like the name of that group. Former college professor and film and music veteran. Alvita is also a former George State legislator, college professor, a twice-assigned presidential appointee, and a 2021 recipient of the Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award. You've heard her on my program several times, and you probably have seen her on television several times. So this is what she emailed me, and I wanted to pass it along to you, see what your opinion is. Elvita said, recently President Biden escalated the inflammatory rhetoric that inundates American politics to a whole new level. In prepared remarks, President Biden referred to President Trump's voters as mega-Republicans and called the America First movement semi-fascism in effect smearing the good character of almost half the country and demonizing his political opponents. Mr. President, while I am a mega-supporter, I am by no means a fascist or a threat to the nation. I am a Frederick Douglass Republican. I am a friend of President Trump, and I am a prayerful American Christian woman working to reunite humanity as the one-blood human race. As an American, my goal is that everyone gets to live out the American dream, regardless of race, age, faith, or creed. And yes, that includes those still in the womb. I want to see America return to the days when we were a nation that placed our trust in God, and I pray every day that our people be safe and blessed. Nothing about this makes me a threat. Mr. President, your rhetoric is harmful and irresponsible. It is only serving to further divide the nation despite your promises of unity. Of course, this is not the first time political rhetoric has been used to make the other side seem less than human. In our very own nation, blacks were once viewed as subhuman for centuries in order to justify the travesty known as slavery. Because the other was not deemed to be a full human being, the logic went, therefore, they did not possess the rights of dignity or dignity inherent to human beings as such. The other could be enslaved, beaten, brutalized, and even killed, all because they were labeled as less than a full human being made in God's own image and likeness. This strategy of demonizing is a hallmark of authoritarian regimes, and it has precipitated some of the greatest atrocities in world history. In Adolf Hitler's Germany, Jews were seen as subhuman, depicted as rats and vermin to be exterminated. We know how that ended. 
Six million Jewish people were brutally slaughtered in the Holocaust, and the world was torn apart by World War II. In the Soviet Union, kulaks were dehumanized, arrested, deported, starved, and executed on a mass scale. In the Rwandan genocide, Judas labeled Tutsis as cockroaches. In America, blacks, Asian, and Native Americans were once denied human dignity because of ethnicity. Well, the list goes on, but it has a common theme. The demonization of enemies makes them seem subhuman, therefore providing the justification for atrocity against the other group. History doesn't repeat itself, the saying goes, but it often rhymes, and yet we must learn from our past mistakes so that we don't repeat them in the present. That's why it is so concerning to see the dehumanizing rhetoric continue to this day to the far left. A living, breathing baby in the womb is not a person. It is just a fetus or a clump of cells and therefore can be killed without repercussion. And now President Biden is extending this standard of demonization even further to include his political opponents as well. Language language like this precipitates conflict, internal fracture, and if left unchecked, possibly even civil war. So when half the country is labeled as semi-fascist, things can get drastic quickly, because in the name of opposing fascism, any sort of violence can be justified. So President Biden, I'm not a fascist. I'm simply an American grandmother who just wants her homes, neighborhoods, and communities to be safe for American families. She said, I'm not a threat, and neither are the tens of millions of other Americans like me. All we want is to live love, work, and worship as we choose in an America where people don't demonize each other, in an America that doesn't inject inflammatory rhetoric into our political debates, and in an America that doesn't label any other side as less than human. President Biden, I want to help to build an America that cherishes life and respects the inherent value in all people from the womb to the tomb into eternity. And there's nothing extreme about that. It's quite a writing that she sent me, and I wanted to share it with you. That's uh, Dr. Alveda King. I mean, the president has said some horrible things. Of course, he's walked back on a lot of them. So I hope he gets to read this, as I did. She sent that to me this morning. And I wanted to share that with you. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top. And he caught it. And he's in the end zone. Oh, what a play. Saturday, the Huskies head to Raleigh to duel NC State. And caught in the end zone in a corner. What a catch. Touchdown, UConn. Our coverage begins at 6 on your home for UConn football. Catch all the action of UConn football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 AM. WICH in Norwich. You're to Personality Radio. WICH Weather. Beautiful sunny day, 77. Could get some showers overnight, 63. Showers likely tomorrow morning, maybe even a thunderstorm. Then the afternoon turns sunny and breezy with a high of 74. 
for the first full day of autumn on Friday. Lots of sunshine, breezy, but a high of only 62. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. It's now 75 degrees in WICH AM and FM. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, I'm going to get on fourth quarter here. Hey, you, a lot of times you'll have people call you right after you go, go off the air after 2 o'clock. Do you go from your booth right to your office? Do you hang around in your office? I, I'd like to ask you a question, and I'd rather not you uh, ask it over the air because hey, I'd just rather talk to you. I know you got the answer for me, so I just wanted to ask you a question about something. Okay, I'm usually back in the office about 15 minutes after I get off the air. Okay, and what number do I reach you at then? It's 887-3511. Wait a minute, 887-3511? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to give you a shout. Yeah, it's nothing serious or nothing, but I'd rather just talk to you personally about it. Okay. It's okay with you. I'll answer it unless I'm doing some production, but I don't believe I will be. All right, my man, I'll give you a shout, all right? All right, thank you. Thanks, Tim. So, we have a little comedy coming up in just a little bit in our program. So, what did you think of uh, Elvita King's uh, email that she sent to me? And she wanted to know if I would read it on the air. She's a beautiful person, and she doesn't like being called a fascist because she didn't vote for Joe Biden. And she is a wonderful, decent human being. And I think a lot of people got insulted by some of the things that he said. All right, we'll let that go if you want, or bring up something else. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. I heard you say, um, I heard you read the email that you got from Alveda King. Mm-hmm. Um, after listening to her a couple of times on the program in the past, I took it upon myself to do a Google search on Martin Luther King's voting history. And okay. he was a Democratic voter. Um, so I find what she I found what she said to be objectionable. Um why? Um, because she pits herself against the president because he's democratic. And in terms of abortion, as you know, I started doing some research this spring on it. Um, Roe versus Wade is not intended for every woman that wants an abortion to get an abortion. It's intended for both the fetus and the woman to stay alive. I read it myself. There are a lot of abortionist doctors that do kill a fetus. Um, I I did a lot of research on it, and I have a pile, and I've been trying to get a chance to talk on the air about it, but I haven't been able to so far. Mm-hmm. Um, what I my con- final conclusion on abortion research, and it does vary from state to state, as you know, um, is that even the state of Connecticut doesn't have people it's hard to explain but there we need to upgrade the license requirements for people who perform abortions in the state of Connecticut there is a college of obstetrics and gynecologists and these are the people that we need to be hiring to perform an abortion 
Um, I think we need to return the term abortion, hopefully, and so that people understand that, you know, we don't just go out and kill a fetus on purpose. I know some people do. Um, but there are different variations, a whole bunch of different variations. If you go on the, on the Google and you look up the College of Obstetrics and Gynecology. I don't know what you. I don't know what you mean by variations. People go to get an abortion, and they go to a professional well, a mother, doctor. The baby might have cancer. The mother might have cancer. Uh, there's a myriad. Yeah, there's of a, things certainly that, a, the health of the mother. Occur. I agree, of course. Right, and um, it could cause a mother's death to carry a fetus. We know a lot more than we used to. If you go to the website of the College of Obstetrics and Gynecologists, these are the people that we need to be licensing to perform abortions. Their website is incredibly advanced. And, you know, they're out to protect the fetus and the mother, and I think that's the direction we need to go in. Well, let's just let me add that most states, if not all of them, they have... Uh that don't want uh, to have abortions in their states. They do have this uh, that they say all the time. If uh, abortion is going to uh, hurt the mother in any way, or it's a rape, then they understand that the woman would want an abortion and there's no problem. This has been going on for a long time. Oh, yes. And Oklahoma was just ready to do the next legislative upgrade when boom it was disallowed so now a lot of states have decided you know it saves them money at least in the short term not to spend the money on an abortion for someone in their state uh say through a medicaid program or whatever uh whatever the state funding was but now over the long term Interestingly enough, there was a man in his 50s that was on social media who says that he wished he had been aborted. Um, so, you know, there's there's both sides well, of the coin. You've got some people as adults who, who wish they had been aborted. Well, okay, that doesn't solve any problems, but, uh, you know, no. everybody, you know, somebody wants to jump off a bridge. Uh, very few people want to, but they do, and... Anyway, I thank you for that. I know. Appreciate All right. it. Have a good afternoon. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Um, I wanted to say that I do have a theme uh, to what I'm going to say. So uh, you and I both have something in com- uh, common. Okay. And you're going to tell uh, me, right? <laughs> that's longevity. So... Um, you have 52 years on WICH. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And I have 50 years living in Norwich. So you have a job. I am a resident. And I wanted to say, um, I'm thinking of the song, They Built a City on Rock and Roll. So pretty much uh, that's WICH. That's by a star uh, starship that sang that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I think so. Uh, so a lot of your programs are geared to the seniors that listen, and mostly people that live here in Norwich. And it's about wellness and medical, um, health 
district and whatnot. So your station is what anchors knowledge residents, you know, as far as being informed. Oh, yes, of course, we are, in, we are in Norwich, but when we get uh, those, um, they call them, when they check to see who's listening where and, and what, and, uh, you know, the polls that are taken, we have many listeners in Mystic, Groton, also in uh, Jewett City, Stonington, and even Westerly. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just wanted to say, your station is what anchors Okay, um, we can be an anchor if you like. City. All right, thank you. I want to be an anchor man. Is that what you have on your bowling team, an anchor man? Hey, we're going to have some laughs. We are going to have some laughs after this. With powerful X-Torque engines, advanced ergonomics, and legendary reliability, nothing makes the toughest cutting jobs easy like a Husqvarna chainsaw from k Equipment. And nothing is better for your chainsaw than genuine Husqvarna accessories. Choose Husqvarna oils and lubricants to ensure peak performance and replacement blades and chains to help you tackle any task. Durable carrying cases protect your machine while head, ear, and eye protection keep you safe on the job. There's never been a better time to choose Husqvarna. For the full lineup of Husqvarna, Skvarna Chainsaws and Accessories. Visit K&H Equipment in Plainfield. Phil will be my guest tomorrow at 105 from Phil's Clocks and Repair. Boy, he's got some interesting uh, clock stories. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Here's an interesting guy, Phil Adams. We'll be talking with him tomorrow after the 1 o'clock news. And uh, he is at 57A Main Street in Jewett City. I lived there for many years. His number is uh, 1401-207-2475. I keep this down with me because a lot of people have been asking for it. 401-207-2475. Do you have one of those grandfather clocks? Hmm? WICH, Welcome. Good afternoon. Yes, For sir. Those people who have grandfather clocks hanging around and don't know where they came from or where their grandmother got them, my deceased wife had two grandfather clocks that uh, they knew were worth some money because they were made in Norwich. It was a clockmaker over on Harland Road that made clocks. And these two clocks were made in Norwich. Mm -hmm. And we had to repair her roof, a very big roof, and it was going to be very expensive. So we had the antique guy from Colchester come down and appraise them. And she sold both of them. You ready? I'm sitting, yes. $50,000 $50,000 a piece. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're going to talk to Phil tomorrow about all of that. That's amazing. $50,000. So if you got a grandfather clock and you don't know where it came from, find out, get it appraised. 
It could be worth a fortune. I sure wish I had one. But all right, thank you, sir. Interesting. Wow. Mm. So you may have a grandfather clock that needs a fixing. Well, uh, Phil, Phil's clock and repair, they do it. And, of course, we always have watches that don't work, and you know how to get some batteries for it. Anyway, we'll talk to him tomorrow about that. In the meantime, it's time to have a little chuckle. Here's Phyllis Diller and Groucho Marx. Groucho, we have George Jarvis and Phyllis Diller who want to play You Bet Your Life, so folks, you in, please, and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to You Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and divide an extra $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Phyllis Diller and George Diller. No, Phyllis Jarvis. Uh, no, George Jarvis. Huh? Phyllis, I'll start with you. Now, where are you from, uh, Phyllis? I'm from Lima, Ohio. <laughs> Isn't that the very latest style? The... Yes, th- this is it. This is the latest chemise straight from Paris. Oh, I remember <laughs> when they used to wear a chemise underground. And <laughs> now they wear it right open the open. Now, you got this from Paris? No, I got it at the May Company. And the May Company in Paris? <laughs> no, in Los Angeles. <laughs> you know that song, Would You Love Me in December, as you do in the May Company? And, <laughs> and your, uh, your name is Phyllis Diller, huh? No, 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 no. You're George, uh, George Diller, huh? George Jarvis. George Jarvis. And uh, where is your uh, native state, George? Well, I come from Pawhuska, Oklahoma. Oh, Pawhuska? Yes, Pawhuska. Well, tell us about Pawhuska. I haven't been there in some years. What is it like there? Well, actually, I, I don't know anything about it. We moved from there to Puerto Rico when I was only about a year old. Well, tell us, what, what is it like in, in Puerto Rico? Is it anything like Pawhuska? I don't remember much about Puerto Rico. We left there when I was about a year old and went to Plainfield, New Jersey. Do you remember anything about uh, Plainfield, New Jersey? Well, very little. We moved from there when I was about five. George, you haven't got much of a memory, have you? <laughs> well, I, I guess not. Uh, Are you one of those absent-minded professors? Uh... No, I'm, uh, I'm in the guided missile program. I work for North American Aviation. With your memory, you you working on guided missiles? Well, the missiles have the memory built into I them. See. Well, folks, fill up the martini jugs and head for the hills. <laughs> Do you ride one of these things? No, I haven't ridden one yet. Oh, well, what is your job with guided missiles? I'm field service manager for Rocket Dine Division of North American. Our job is to build rocket engines and see if they get in missiles and see that they operate right. We have men out in the field uh, seeing if these engines work right. Uh-huh. And then while you're working on these, you watch the Sputnik go past, is that it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, do you predict that rocket ships uh, in commercial flights uh, will be around soon? Oh, certainly. I think particularly for long distances and if you're in a hurry. Uh, well, for instance, If you uh, wanted to go to Australia, say, you could do this in a jet ship in 10 or 12 hours. Mm -hmm. But if you're in a hurry, we can put you there in a rocket in an hour. You mean the Russians are going to go to the moon and we're going to Australia? (laughs) (laughs) Say, that may be the solution for the whole thing. (laughs) We're just going to hide in Australia until the whole thing blows over. Well, you must get pretty uh, keyed up working around all that complicated machinery all the time, huh? What do you do for relaxation? Oh, I do several things. I play the trombone a little and oh. play the viola a little and I bulldoze. 
What, what do you bulldoze? Your wife, you mean? <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. I, uh, I have a bulldozer. Well, is it a male or female? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's male. Well, what is a bulldozer? Is that a tranquilizer for bulls? <laughs> well, a bulldozer is a great big tractor that has a, a blade on it in front. You can let it down. You can push dirt with it, and it's uh, powerful, makes a lot of noise. Well, how does this relax you, I mean, uh, running a bulldozer? Oh, it's no worse than playing golf or, or, or hunting or fishing. It gives me good physical exercise. And Why, you're just sitting in this thing, aren't you? Well, uh, it jounces you around a lot, and you have to work to drive it. Oh. And it, uh, it gives me good physical exercise, and I get a feeling of accomplishment when I do something. I get results, good or bad, I get them. Well, you ever go to Palm Springs in it, or, uh, you know, make trips? And... Oh, but I've sure considered it on the Hollywood freeway, and it'd really be the nuts for that. Put it halfway down. <laughs> well, what kind of things do you shove around with this uh, toy? Well, I've got a mountaintop in Topanga, which I'm flattening. Mm. Are you angry at this mountaintop? Yes, sometimes. You flatten mountains because this gives you a feeling of power, is that right? It? That's George, right. you're in trouble. I guess so. You may think you have a hobby, but it's more serious than that. You have a neurotic compulsion. And I think you should see my psychiatrist. He'll be back next week. He's up in Arizona. He's filling up the Grand Canyon with dirt. <laughs> Phyllis, let's find out some more dope about you. <laughs> Are you married? Yes, I've uh, worn a wedding ring for 18 years. Really? Well, two more payments and it'll be all yours. <laughs> what was there about your husband that interested you when you first met him? Do you remember? Yes, it was sort of a mating thing, and I just took one look at him, and I decided, well, this is the way I want my children to look. Well, did your children look like him then? Yes, all five of them. You've got five of five children? Yes. That beats a full house, and you've got that too, I imagine. <laughs> now, fellas, what do you do to break up the monotony of housekeeping and taking care of five small gorillas? <laughs> well, uh, I'm really not a housewife anymore. You've got five kids, and you're not a housewife? I beat the rap. You mean your kids came through with push-button controls? <laughs> How is it you're able to get away from housewifing? I'm an entertainer. When did you arrive at this uh, decision? Well, I was much too old. You mean to all do five it. kids were squawking one morning? They and were says, yelling and screaming. And you says, uh, enough of this, I'm going to be an entertainer? Well, sort of like that. I decided it was silly to wait any longer because I really always felt I could do it. Mm -hmm. And so I made uh, an appointment for an audition. Are you, are you still uh, an entertainer? Yes. Where are you employed now? At the Blue Angel. Oh, uh, could you do a little of your act now? I'd, I'd love to. Say it's 30 or 40 minutes? Uh, <laughs> it's kind of difficult. I mean, I can't. I know it is, but the audience, uh, they're in a receptive mood right now. Well, I know they like my dress. <laughs> but uh, Mr. Marks was talking about his psychiatrist, and I decided I'd surely better be well-adjusted before I went into such a shaky business. And uh, uh, so I decided I should be analyzed, and I went to this analyst. He's helped me a great deal. In fact, uh, I am so much better now that I get to sit up. <laughs> 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 and, uh, 
Uh, and, well, he's cured me of a lot of things that were making me pretty insecure, like, uh, insecure, like, well, uh, I used to be freckled, and he cured me of that. This is rust. <laughs> Are the five kids in the audience when this goes on? <laughs> if they were, I'd be doing better, you know? <laughs> Uh, well, the thing is, I did hope to make money, and, and I still have to take the thrift flight, things like that, and I hate the thrift flight. I mean, like, well, none of the costly extras, like landing gear. And, <laughs> and the, the minute you're in one of these wicker seats, I, I'm nervous, you know, and, and by then it's too late, you got the marks, and... Uh, <laughs> but but uh, the Sturtis is 86 usually, because, well, it's... She said she was one of the Wright sisters. She built the plane. And uh, <clears throat> I said to her, I said, Honey, sweetie, I had been shopping at the May Company, and <laughs> it rubs off. I said, <laughs> uh, Would you please tell me uh, how long it will be before we get to Los Angeles? And she said, I don't know. We've never made it. <laughs> That was very good, Phyllis, and I'm sure you're going to be a big success in show business, and I think you made a very wise decision. Well, now it's time for you to get moderately rich, so we're going to play You Bet Your Life. Now, you select a dictionary quiz. I'll give you the words. You give me the meanings. If you miss two in a row, you're out. If you get four in a row right, you win $1,000. Are you ready? One answer between you now. Now, what is a TP? Tent for an Indian. Yes, or I was hoping you were going to say wigwam, then I could have had a joke about our head, you see. How <laughs> oh, I? Yeah, well, it's too late now. Huh? You have one right now. Is that what you're supposed to say? Uh, yes. Yeah. All right, now what is a cravat? Tie. N well, we say necktie. Necktie, all right. Yes. You're halfway to $1,000. Two now, more right, and yours. Yeah, now what is, uh, what is, uh, uh, what is corpulence? Obesity. Oh, or blubber. <laughs> Get the next one right and you'll have $1,000. Now, what is a numismatist? Uh, numerologist? No, no, it's no. the other one. Give him the other one. <laughs> no, that's a coin collector. You were right. Did you say that and you, you talked him out of it? No, I didn't. Well, you now have one wrong. If you get the next one wrong, the game is over for you. What is a carafe? C-A-R-A-F-E. A pitcher. Yeah, I thought it was an animal with a long neck. <laughs> it's a pitcher with a long neck. It's a, it's a pitcher. <laughs> well, it's a water bottle. And I you're back on the right track with one right now. Yes, now, uh, what is a clavicle? A bone? Well, which one? There are a number of those. Well, it's somewhere in the France? shoulder. Huh? It's somewhere in the shoulder, isn't it? Well, that's close enough. It's the collarbone. You have two right now. You have to have that because there's no place to put the button. <laughs> they haven't worn in years. Now, what is another word for apothecary? Druggist. Druggist on the market, yes. One more right and you'll have $1,000. What is uh, claustrophobia? Fear of small places 
or I thought it was, places. Uh, no, I thought it was being afraid of Santa Claus. Now, that's right. <laughs> Fear of enclosed places. Well, you won a thousand dollars. Now you can keep it and quit, or else you can come back later and try to double your money. You may even get a chance at ten thousand. So go over there and sit down and think about it. And thanks for being on the show. Thank you. And now, in just one minute, we'll have the story on the big question. All right, George, let's find out what our last couple has decided. All right, George Jarvis and uh, Phyllis Diller, would you come back, please? You won $1,000 so far. If you decide to try for the 10 and you fail, you wind up with a total of 500 What are you going to do? What are you going to do? We're both going to You're going to go ahead? We're go All right, now you're going for the big money. Get together, pick a number from 1 to 10, and then spin the wheel. If any number besides the one you pick comes up, the question is why 2,000. If your number comes up, the question is why 10. All right, what number do you want? Five, give uh, it a 12. Well. All right, your number was five and it came up seven, so this question is worth $2,000. You ready? The first Negro nation in the British Commonwealth was established in 1957, formerly called the Gold Coast, when it was a British colony. This new country has received widespread news coverage. For $2,000, what is the new name of this new nation? Talk it over. All right, what's the, uh, what's the answer you decided on? If you don't know, guess. Libya? No, it's Ghana. Spelled G-H-A-N-A. It was recently made a country, I think, last year. I'm sorry you missed it, but you wind up with $500. That isn't too bad. Congratulations, and thanks for being with us. That's an extraordinary rare tape that we came up with. The first TV appearance for Phyllis Diller. She was a contestant out of the audience. She had just started doing a little comedy at a club and later became one of the most popular comedians that we've ever had. I thought you might get a kick out of it. Phyllis Diller on the Groucho Marx You Bet Your Life show. Where it all began. I love this stuff. We're coming up with some very interesting stuff that we'll keep playing for you during our programs. Some of the, uh, hopefully, the best comedy routines. So I hope you enjoy them. Because we could use a lot more smiles, huh? 889-5252. I have time for another call or two, if you like. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio. 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Hey, Jimmy Fallon is going to be doing his talk show with a, a little humor mixed in, as he does every day. A lot of tongue-in-cheek stuff. And that'll be after the uh, 2 o'clock news. So you may want to stick around for that. And, of course, you know we carry UConn football now. The next game is going to be on Saturday. So tune in and root, root, root for UConn. It's going to be uh, the game is on Saturday, the uh, 22nd. UConn at uh, North Carolina State. That's at 6 p.m. And you'll hear it here on WICH 
AM and FM. We got you covered. WYCH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WYCH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. All right, let us uh, go to the lines. Welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon, Stu. Hi, Larry. Baseball. Baseball's fun, waiting for 61. What do you think? Yeah, what do you think of Aaron Judge, huh? I'm, I'm just I very he, pleased. I think he's going to do it within the next couple of days. Well, I hope he gets a couple so he'll have the legitimate record of home runs of 62. Yeah, you know who else I'm hoping for within the next couple of weeks is uh, Pujols. I think he only needs two more to hit 700. Wow, what is he, in his late hundreds now? He's amazing. He's uh, 40, 43 years old. 43? He, he, he insists that no matter what happens, he's leaving. <laughs> this year. That's enough, huh? But in other words, if he has six ninety nine, he's not coming back this year. <laughs> okay, well, so I'll be rooting for I him too. For him, I, I, I'm hoping that he gets the final two home runs to hit seven hundred. You know, Rodriguez did the same thing. Alex Rodriguez, he was up at around six ninety six, and he left. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Well, yeah. they know yeah, when they've had enough. I figured these guys would stay until they hit the milestone. You know, seven hundred. Well, it's still pretty darn good. Yeah, ninety-eight. Or Anyways, I'm not watching the Red Sox anymore. Uh, you know, you know something that irritates me. These guys, you know, you pay good money for these tickets, and then just because they're not in the playoffs, they have the nerve to bring all these guys up from Double A and Triple A and 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 uh, sit the professionals on the bench, and then you see lousy ball games uh, because of all these Double A ball players. And they, you know, what they use for an excuse. Well, since we're not in the playoffs, we'll see. We'll, we'll let them get their feet wet to see what they can do in the major leagues. I don't agree with that. Well, they want to take a look at them, you know. Yeah, but, you know, the, the people pay for season tickets, and, you know, and they pay for tickets to go see the games. And if I pay $150 for a, a ticket to go see a baseball game, I want to see the 10 guys that I want to see on the baseball field. I'm not going up there to see double-A ball players. Mm-hmm. Well, they had some of their stars in there. Devers got a home run, and Bogarts is is fighting for the batting title. So there's a couple of interesting things. Yeah, well, it, but anyways, they they played a couple of good games the last couple of nights. I don't I don't watch them too much anymore. I, I watch a couple of innings here and there, and that's it. That's what I do. I flip it on occasionally just to see what's going yeah. on, and then flip anyways, it off. I'm, I'm happy for Judge, though. He he, had, he he's got a great, and he deserves the most valuable player. There's no questions between him and Otani for, for oh, MVP. Not even close. No, no, no. I mean, Otani's a great player, being a a pitcher and a hitter. But uh, this is not even close this year. Judge deserves the MVP by far. Oh, he's going to win it by a landslide, Larry. It's not even going to be close. Uh, Really. Okay, thanks a lot. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good afternoon, Stu. All right, you too, buddy. 
little fun in baseball. Of course, the Yankees will be in the playoffs. But Aaron Judge, who has 60 home runs, that doesn't happen very often. It's the fifth time in history 60 home runs have been hit. And then, of course, the other couple of times they were very questionable because of drugs. However, be so that it may, I hope Aaron Judge at least gets 62, which would be quite a feat. Poor Roger Maris, it took so much out of him when he was vying for that 60 home runs and then 61. People just wouldn't leave him alone. Everybody was talking, you think you're going to do it, you think you're going to do it. and Really, it was not good for his health. But these days we take it a little more casually because we have hit those marks. So, I look forward to it. I think the Yankees are playing uh, Pittsburgh tonight. Pittsburgh blew a four. Yeah, they were ahead by four, and then they blew that lead in the ninth inning when the Yankees came up with five runs, and one of those runs was uh, Aaron Judge, home run. What a game that was, huh? Welcome to the program. All righty. So tomorrow, got a lot of things to talk about, as always, and I will have a guest the clock man will be with us. We've been telling you a lot about him. Phil's clocks and repair. And you can ask him some questions about your clocks, too. Phil is located at uh, 57A Main Street in Jewett City. Stop by and see his clock shop and um, maybe you want to bring in some things to get fixed. Or maybe you want to uh, buy some of the things there or sell some of your things. He'll take a look at him. He's an expert on the subject. At least you can get things ticking talking again, right? So check it out. Phil's Clocks and Repair. It's Phil Adams. And um, you can call him at 401-207-2475. Or you can call here tomorrow and ask him some questions about your clocks. From wristwatches to grandfather clocks, they could be worth a fortune. Whatever a fortune is these days. I used to think 20 bucks was a fortune. Anyway, here are the kids. And that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. I leave you with 74 degrees and uh, fall tomorrow night, autumn. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Please be kind to each other.